Yeah, yeah, leave the light on. What's going on? Um, what? We recorded. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Where the fuck you been? You're sick. You're almost dead. You almost died last week. Yeah. What happened? You just had the flu or did you have the coronavirus? <clears throat> it was a really uh, shit timing as well because um, Brandon Curry was over. And Brandon's amazing. Yeah. And he was doing a seminar in our gym. Yeah. Um, and also it was the night that we record as well. So yeah. I, so I, was, I had to leave so I had to leave before the seminar so we could record. Mm. Um, <laughs> the next day he was training back with Kamal, who's the 212 Olympia champ. Yeah, and I went into the gym and I was gonna. We were gonna all kind of all train together. Myself, James, Kamal, Brandon. It was gonna be like a kind of a group thing. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm gonna die, so I'm gonna go home, bye, and just disappeared. <clears throat> and no one saw me for four or five days or heard. From oh, me. you went. You actually went, and then you felt horrible and you left. Yeah, and then I went oh, home wow. and just spent like four days um, doing nothing. But puking and fucking pissing out your ass. No, no, it, well, no, it wasn't food. It was. It was like just sinuses eyes just feel like fever fever yeah 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 yeah. Just death. so how's that affect, how does that affect your prep you lose a bunch of weight um wait is it the dogs come on come on sorry the dog has to be involved he's had a haircut and he's showing off come on <laughs> come on well you're making me back into the fake wall. He's, he's all shy now he's on stage right now here he is he's got a new t-shirt and a new haircut so that right, looks good i like the shirt there is. <laughs> Do you think if he barks, he barks in UK? Like, is it like a different bark? Yeah, it's more like bark, bark, bark. <laughs> woof, woof. Very different. He's a well-spoken dog. He's the nicest dog ever because I have a cat yeah. now as well. We, we have a uh, Inky, <clears throat> who's um, Sarah's cat, oh. and um, she's about six months old, and they're like best friends already. That's cool. Like a cat and a dog, the best friends. They they like, play with, they play with each other. He like shows him all his all of her toys. She like plays with the toy. They sleep on the sofa together. Yeah, yeah. your cat's gonna end up being like a dog. You know that, right? That's fine. Because uh, we rescued a cat at like three weeks old. Yeah. It couldn't. It couldn't even like it couldn't even walk. I had oh. to literally. I was bottle feeding it for the first couple weeks. Oh, was, where did you find it? Like what, like in the driveway? There was a litter. There was a litter. This. It happened twice. This mother cat had a litter of cats and then she took them all with her a previous time. We're like, okay, cool. The second time it happened, all we could hear was cries, like meows from the bush. We're like, what the fuck? So we would go and the mother had taken all the babies except for one. Oh. And I'm like, we can't just fucking leave this thing here. Yeah, no. So we took, So we took it to the vet. And the vet was like, we can't, we're going to have to put it down because we don't have anybody that's going to like be able to feed it every two hours and shit. And I'm like, well, we'll, we'll take it. I eat every two hours. I'll just feed it when I eat. So, <laughs> so, so we bought, I bottle fed it. I taught it how to go to the fucking washroom, like the it's whole a, fucking bit. It's a, it's a good tool. Like, yeah. If, you, if you're suffering with your prep and organization, if you get a dying kitten, just, you know, yeah. you let us use it as your timer. It becomes serious. You can sync it up with your meals. Brilliant. That's what I did. It was no big deal. So anyway, but the thing is the cat, the cat grew up with our, our dog yeah. and he thinks he's a dog now. Like when, you know, when you come home and your dog comes to the door, yeah. our cat does that. Yes, she does that. <laughs> and, she's, and, and sometimes, sometimes she'll be at the window waiting. Yeah. Uh, like he'll go up and look through the window. Like he yeah. does. Everyone's seen it on my Instagram. Sometimes she'll be next to him. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
um, and she um, and I also have noticed what Wicket does now. She's you knowing like cats like jump onto the sofa. They do that weird thing with their feet and like pat in a little circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicket has copied the cat. Oh, he's and, pawing and at now, the. And now he's started to do it as well. <laughs> but only when he sits next to her, he does. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. So what happened? Your your girlfriend has now moved in. Uh, yeah, pretty much for now. But I say it like that, like it's like like she's gonna leave tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, I made I, I made that sound horrendous. Um, it's it's all it's actually. Um, I hope yeah, she's not yeah, home. She 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 has she has, but it was actually more. It was more of like a circumstance thing. What do you mean? She, do you want to do you want to explain or no? No, she just she needed a place to live. Yeah. I was like. Come live with me. Well, if you're anything like if you're anything like any other couple, she's probably there most of the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, come live with me and do my washing. <laughs> it's, and it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Man. I love it. She she gets what she wants. She gets a nice, comfy bed. I get clean clothes. Is that the is that how you propose it to her? I love you. You can do my laundry. Move in. Um. No. I, I, she just. She, I didn't want anything in return. Obviously, apart from some money towards the rent, which is the point. Um, uh, but it was just more. It was more just, and it's actually been fucking brilliant. So yeah, she, that's good, man. Yeah, I mean, she's very independent. She has her own shit going on as well. She's so. She's, so Luke is now. So all those girls that are messaging me about Luke can stop messaging <laughs> all of them, me. None of them. All of the three that have messaged me yeah, about Luke. Stop. Can you please stop now? Luke is taken. Anyway, hey guys, bodybuilding bodybuilding and bollocks, episode twenty five. Just to, I just wanted to put that out there. Everyone fucking knows that it says it on the top. It says it <laughs> in the banner. You don't need. You know, we don't even. It's the, it's That's the host. Like, it's the host in me. I have to say it. You, well, you fucked it up because we're how long in? How, where's the where's the clock? It's okay. It's only uh, it's only been like five minutes. It's fine. Yeah, okay, so it's like in a movie. Like, have you ever seen? You haven't seen Pacific Rim, have you? No. Okay, the title card, you know, like it when it's like the title of the movie comes yeah. up big, yeah. that yeah. comes in like a third of the way in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> After like the whole first act, it just goes bad. Yeah. And you're like, oh, glad I'm in the right film. At least I had, I have to get it out. I don't know why. Nobody cares. They've seen the title. Yeah, you're right. right. Well, I'll, I'll leave you to it next time. Anyway, fun. listen, I, there's something I really want to talk to you about, and I can't believe that you haven't watched it. Yeah, you texted me about this about 20 minutes ago. And I don't know what but I can fill you in. I can fill you in because it's, it doesn't really matter that, that all the details don't matter. It's just the overall arching theme of it. So yeah. you ever you ever see that uh, interview show about <laughs> Valuetainment? Um, only because I saw that Dorian went on there. And yeah. I just watching it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had Sean Ray on. Okay. And I don't know. I think people know I don't like Sean Ray. I think he's an okay. asshole. He basically shit-talked every single bodybuilder that came up on the show. Like basically, he said he actually at one point said Dexter would be sixth place if he competed with us in the nineties because he was in like the ninety nine Olympia. Yeah, but Dexter's not the same Dexter he was in ninety nine. Like he got yeah. better, yes, right? Of but it's just the way he said it. It's just a, like a douchey thing to fucking may, say. May, I think mean, he's just annoyed or bitter, maybe what it is, or something. I think he's just a fucking hateful person. Because really? I've never, I've never heard him say anything good about someone. Have you without, never? I've, I've had two conversations with him in my life, and they've never, yeah. they, both of them have rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, okay. Well, I swear, I've spoken to him a handful of times, and he's always been exceptionally nice to me. Maybe because he thinks you'll punch him in the fucking head. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe maybe people are scared of you. He's not scared of me. So I don't know. He just what's the fuck he talking about? I don't know. He just he oh, just <laughs> he just rubs me the wrong way. He just I know. Uh, I can absolutely see why he does. And I, in all the interviews, I'm like, oh, Belland. But I've, to I've me, never, personally, he's been really nice. Well, I'm not expecting you to shit talk him. You don't have to. And I'm not no, no, trying. No, no. To, I, if he, mate, if he was a cunt, I'd say. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to either. I'm just saying what the way he came off in the interview. Yeah. It was. I just never hear him say anything good about someone without either being condescending or like, even when he talks about Ronnie, is it like yeah. a shit sandwich? Yeah. It's like, he has a condescending tone. Even when he's yeah. talking about Ronnie, he's like, he's, he's all, yeah. Whenever he's like Ronnie, he's like, yeah, best of all time. Nicest guy ever. Look at his spine now though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's stuff like that. <laughs> so, so, anyway. So the main part of the interview that people are talking about is he, and this is what I want to talk to you about was at one point, a guy, the guy brought up Chad Nichols. Okay. And Sean Ray basically calls Chad Nichols, the Dr. Kevorkian of bodybuilding because he's trained like all these people. And like six of them are dead now. So he's like, it's all basically, he's like, it's all Chad's fault. Chad's the common denominator. My, my personal opinion about that, I worked with Chad for a, like three years. I think that's a ridiculous statement and I'm not saying it just because of Chad himself. I want to know what you think about, let's say you work with Chris today, right? Let's say you die. God forbid next year you die. Is it Chris's fault? Well, no, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like how can Sean be like, this is Chad's fault. He's not a doctor. He's not, none of the, none of the, none of the coaches are doctors. He's like, just really vindictive about coaches anyway. He just doesn't like them. Yeah, but I don't hear him talk like this. I don't hear him talk like this about like Aceto or... And that's where did Aceto's name come up? No, but I've never heard him say anything about Aceto. No, I haven't either. But nobody Aceto's worked with has died. So that's also not a... Yeah. That's also... But I mean... I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like, I've heard from you. I've, I, well, hang on. Let's start again. I've heard the rumors how aggressive he can be. However, you've also just said it, and I've spoken to another couple of guys who've worked with him who also were on the same page as you. He's never been aggressive with them. Mm. Or, take, or, like, or, that, or being reckless. Yeah. You know? I, my stack with Chad was no different than my stack with Hani. It was almost exactly the same stack. Yeah. Now... But it's like like something like this. Like Sean Ray puts Dallas McCarver's death on Chad. Yeah. He's like, look, Chad worked with him. All of a sudden, he died. And Isn't I'm like, that that I can guarantee is not the case. But I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like Chad worked with him for three months, and then you put that guy on his. I'm like, what about all the coaches that work with him before? Yeah. Is it is it uh, is it is it Matt Jansen's fault? Like, is can we put Dallas McCarver's death on Matt Jansen because no, he worked with him? No, 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 no. It's no one's fault. No That's my fault. point. You know, if somebody died, it's no one's fault. No one made him do anything. He wanted to do this. Yeah. But it's no one's fault. So is it wrong of Sean Ray to put these deaths all yeah, on I, I think a lot. I think a lot of with Sean, Sean Ray, Sean Ray loves stirring it up. He loves being very controversial. He loves winding people up. And he loves doing it in a way with actually, without saying anything massively offensive. But that's pretty fucking offensive, man. Yeah. If you're like, a co, if you're he's, a co- he's like Ricky, he's like Ricky Gervais, but not at all funny. <laughs> yes. 
I think if you tell if 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 you're on a fucking show that's pretty popular, an interview show, yeah, and the guy goes, you know, Don Long, uh, fucking Tom Prince, Flex Wheeler, all these guys have had kidney issues or dead, and the guy goes, it's Chad Nichols' fault. That's pretty offensive. Yeah, it's, well, I haven't seen it, so I need to see it. You know, need so. to see it. It's it's pretty crazy, man. I just I mean, why is he all of a sudden starting to be bodybuilders? Because when I was watching the Dorian video on YouTube, I saw underneath he had Phil and I think Ronnie on there as well. Because uh, I think he found a niche market of guys that he could interview. I mean, yeah, he says he's a bodybuilding fan. So, yeah. but he doesn't. But it, some, there was, some, there was that, there's a picture of him with uh, with Dorian at Gold's gym in, in the Dorian episode and he's pretty big in it. So yeah, he's definitely a bodybuilding fan. Yeah. He said he's a bodybuilding fan and I think he's, it's, I mean, it's good for us, right? He's bringing people on and interviewing them. And, Cause he's, I mean, I don't know where he's from. I'll take it. He's from out, obviously outside of the bodybuilding. Yeah. Not, I think he's it, a, it's not just a, a new generation. Iron that's popped up. Is it easy? Or is he no, 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 no. He's a financial. I think he's a financial guy, like <coughs> a wall street guy, a capitalist guy. And uh, mm-hmm. he's just, I think he just found a market. Like he interviewed Dorian, he realized how popular the the interview was, yep. and he's a bodybuilding fan. So I think he interviews, but I feel like he's kind of trying to stir it up too, right? Like he doesn't. Okay, I mean, I I know you. I feel like you love the peace. You don't want anything stirred up. You don't want anyone talking shit. No, I don't mind talking shit. I don't like when this shit talk has no basis. You can't blame a coach for an athlete's death. I just, I feel like it's completely ridiculous unless like if, if, okay, let's say I have kidney disease, right? And let's say I die in 10 years. Is Sean Ray going to be like, well, he worked with Chad Nichols in 2008. Probably. Yeah. Like that's insane, but that's insane to me. Like it's, it's, you can't, that's a guy's livelihood. You're, you're, you're basically, well, well, isn't there a, like a second part of the story? Didn't didn't good old Chav clap back? Chad responded, and I think the only thing I can say to Chad is he needs to stop saying the word literally. Does he literally need to do that? Dude, he literally <laughs> says the word literally every mm-hmm. sentence. Like every sentence, he said the word literally. Literally? Yes. Like he when he's trying to emphasize a point, he says literally. Literally? <laughs> I think I've heard him because he used to do um uh what the fuck was it pro bodybuilding worldwide or something yeah or yeah yeah and he yeah, used to yeah. say that a lot and I remember I remember I used to listen to it because I used to do my cardio walking around the block like yeah I used to live. yeah and I used to have my friends and I always distinctively remember him talking about how the skin lays on the muscle he does talk about that a lot he talks yeah. about the skin and he says like where the skin lays on the muscle it's weird. I like when he says that, though. Yeah, so do I. For some reason, it makes sense Yeah, yeah, it does. But it's also, I always just think that's such a strange thing to say. But now, (laughs) I know what it means a lot more. He's the only one who says it. And it's like, it's funny because it's totally like when he said it to me the first time we were working together. What did he say about your skin laying on your muscle? What did he say? I I don't remember the exact term. It was that terminology, but I don't remember exactly how he said it. But he would keep pushing. You know, what's crazy about Chad is he could get the most out of anybody, I think. He would push me. You know, when you think you're ready, you're like, okay, I'm ready. And you kind of back off a bit. Yeah. He would be like, there's another level. He's like, there's a, and I've never been as shredded as when I work with Chad. I might not have been at my absolute best because maybe I was a little smaller than I should have been, mm-hmm. but I've never, ever been that peeled. Like he got me because right when you think you're ready, he's like, okay, now we're going to drop a hammer. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's, there's nothing fucking left. And then I would find out there was more 
and it would get to the point where my eyes were like sunken into my fucking head. Like it looked literally looked like death face. Like my mom was like, literally, literally, literally. literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but he was, yeah, he was a great coach, man. And I don't, you know, the only thing, if anything, and you know, I'm going to be open. I don't care. Uh, if anybody said anything about Chad and his recklessness, the only thing I might be able to point to, and there's actually studies that show this isn't even true, is that the protein might have been too high. And um, how, what, what was your, was it like 16 ounces per meal or something? No, 12. And everybody was doing that back then. Everybody was doing 10 or 12. Well, Kristen does that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, but that's the only thing. Somebody might be like, you're eating 12 ounces of cooked meat every fucking. Can I, I mean, I, I just want to, I mean, I've read a lot of the, the science stuff. Which, yeah. <laughs> science stuff. Oh, it's known as studies. Yeah. Um, regarding like all the protein intake and how much you need versus I get that I don't need as much protein as I eat but I definitely without a doubt look better when I eat a lot more of it yeah that's what me and uh, me and Evan had this conversation when he came on and we both agreed that when we were eating because we like I've gone down to six ounces now okay. because I've somehow believed the fact that you don't need more and I I I think I totally disagree. Just because I'm older, I don't know if I want to. I want to go to that limit, right? But yeah, yeah sure. Um, I can definitely, without a doubt, say that when I was doing ten or twelve ounces, I was stronger and I looked better. Yeah. And Evan agreed with Evan. Said the same thing. He's like, you know, you can sit there and say, uh, you know, thirty or forty grams is all you can absorb. But and he's you like, also say all the protein sparing from carbohydrates. That's so. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's it's it. it's evident, man. When you go up, you can see it and feel it. I, I think I think that as well quite strongly. So yeah. Yeah. well anybody it's very simple. It's a very simple uh test to do. If you have if you're out there and you think, you know, less protein is better, just try it for a week. The reason I don't think people want to do it is it's hard to eat twelve ounces of chicken. Oh, it, it sucks. It really does suck. <laughs> it's just it is it's worse when it's like fourteen ounces of cooked fish. I never found a problem with fish because it's so like light. Yeah, but it's fucking gross, Fred. Yeah, I know. Fish is disgusting. <sighs> as soon as Chris is like, last meal white fish, I'm like, you're a prick. Do you try orange ruffy? I like orange ruffy. Uh, I don't think we have that here. All of our names of fish is like, different here. I know. It's different. Country to country is different. There's a fish called There's a fish called orange ruffy. I wonder what it's called over there. That That's actually pretty good. It's got like a, a saltier taste to it. It doesn't taste fishy at all. I see you like cod. Horrendous. I like bass. Any cod. Bassa's bassa is really. You nice. probably like bassa because it's salty. And it's very meaty, and it's yeah. it's, den- it's dense. It's denser and not flaky. Do you guys have a halibut there? Have you heard of halibut? Yeah. Have you tried it? Nope. It's a little more expensive, but you can afford it now. You're balling out with your Redcon contract, so. Trust me, just get get, get some halibut. Also, can I pass me out about salmon? I've noticed, you know, like, like the um, shit salmon, you know, pink. Normal salmon. Yeah, yeah. That tastes way better than uh, like wild. Wild caught. Wild caught's just shit. I don't like salmon, so I can't empathize it, here at it's all. It's awful in comparison. Really? I eat. I eat the. Um, I eat the, the good stuff, but it's not as nice. Is it because the wild caught tastes fishier? No, it doesn't taste fishy, and it's it's denser as well, and it's not as it's not as fatty. Yeah. Really? It's, okay. I mean, it's, you know, like well, you don't like salmon, you won't. But you know, like how I, I say, like a. I like salmon, but only in sushi. Steak, I don't like it. Um, yeah. Fucking. Ribeye steaks, quite marbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it tastes so good, and it's kind of the similar with the shit 
salmon. It tastes yeah. fucking good. Do you think there's a big difference between the shit salmon and the wild caught salmon? Uh, I think maybe. I think when it comes to getting in condition, things like that. I think. Do you they think it's more. Because they say all the shit that the animal eats is stored in its fat. So when you eat those animals for the fats, you want those fats to accommodate your body, you know, to mm-hmm. help. And if those fats are filled with shit, that's a good point. Help. That's all. All of that then goes. Well, in theory, would then shouldn't store in your fats if it's in your body. That's a good point. I never looked at it that way. I always looked at it in terms of health, and considered that wild caught would cause less inflammation. But that that is a health thing. That yeah, would, is what I just said. Would it would cause a lot of inflammation? Yeah. And it yeah, probably yeah. cause a lot of issues with hormones as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. But that's, again, that's, I think that's if you're like, being excessive. I mean, I'm not, we're not eating like five pounds of salmon every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, going back to what Chad said, yeah, Chad was on, did the interview right after, like a week or two after. Yeah. I watched it yesterday. And other than the fact that he said literally every five words, uh, he, I, I thought he did a good job of rebutting everything that, you know, he said that Flex Wheeler had a hereditary condition and it was there since birth. Yep. You know, he kind of defended himself on every case. Which is good. Yeah, I thought it was good for Chad. I just, I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of bodybuilding, and I just hate this kind of shit because it's like. I think it's interesting because we're actually, it's kind of, I know what you mean. It's fucking annoying, but it's also, it's interesting. It's only interesting to me when there's actual factual basis behind it. Well, we got the factual stuff out of Chad now, which we likely wouldn't have. I don't think anybody thought Dallas died because of Chad anyway. No, I think, no, 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 but some of the But I think that's what I mean. I think Sean just created this fucking thing yeah, out of lots, thin air. lots of people might think that about Chad. Well, they do because we've all heard it. And it's not, yeah. if it's not true, which it sounds like it's not true, yeah. I don't think we would have ever heard that from Chad. I wonder why people think that about Chad. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he didn't give me like the pro stack. Maybe he gave me like the amateur stack. <laughs> when we worked together it was like no, I, it was may, like maybe it's because of everything that sean ray saying he's been saying it for so long it's just kind of yeah maybe yeah anyway i want to run that by you and see how you felt about it um what'd you do for valentine's day what what'd you do for valentine's day you got a girlfriend now did you do anything you buy uh, her anything? you buy her anything i gave my dog a haircut and filmed it for my YouTube channel. Yeah. That's your next video? You gave your yeah. dog a haircut? Yeah, I gave my dog a bath and a haircut. How many views do you think it's going to get? Oh, it's going to go. It's going to break gonna you. <laughs> it's, and it, it will. It will. I promise you it's going to be by far the most popular video. You think so? Yeah, because people are like, all they want is, I want more wicked. Are you yeah. serious? What do they say? People love the dog, which is not a surprise because he's incredibly cute. Um, so <laughs> what do you do for Valentine's Day? Nothing? Yeah, no, nothing. Why? It's a new relationship. How could you do nothing? Uh, uh, like, if you said that to me and I said nothing, it'd be different. I've been married. I, I got her a really funny card. Okay, you got her card. That's good. Which I, I got a made. I got it made. It was a custom. Custom card. A custom card, Moonpig. And, uh, and a giant bar of chocolate. A kilo bar of chocolate that she's already fucking eaten. The fat cunt. <laughs> chocolate in a card. That's good. But the card was funny because it was... um. It was basically a picture of her bum sticking out of the side. Of the, she was asleep. Yeah. And, she started, and her bum, and the, only the part you could see of her was her bum. It was just sticking, sticking out of the covers? Yeah. And, and the Valentine's Day said, happy Valentine's to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that. And that, and that was it. And then the, uh, the chocolate. So there you go. That's good. That's good. So she's happy. 
She's in heaven for those that that treatment. I think, I think she is right now because of that sugar in her blood from the. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Valentine's Day is a big deal? Have you ever been a big Valentine's Day guy? Uh, it depends on the person. Like if if it's a big deal to them, I'm, I'll make it a big deal. But if they don't give a shit, and they honestly don't really give a shit, then I won't. How can you tell if they don't really give a shit though? Because some girls say they don't give a shit, but they do give a shit. Well, they're the ones. If you're not sure, you just get them something small. Yeah, like a chocolate bar and a photo of their own bum. (laughs) 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 Me and my wife are at the 13 year mark, so I think I'm just going to take her shopping today. That's her money too, isn't it? (laughs) Well, not really. (laughs) Do you not have shared accounts and things? Well, no, we don't actually. We actually, you know what? It's funny you brought that up. We don't. We're a little different than everybody else. Okay. I I feel like we have a nice setup because we don't ever argue about money. We um, this is how we set it up. We agreed to pay certain bills. She'll pay these bills. I'll pay these bills, and then that's it. We don't argue about money. Whatever money's left over, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we don't ever, you know what I mean. So if I, I have money left over, I'm going to take her shopping with my I've money. I've always been that. I've always been that way. If I've been in a relationship, that way, we've been twice. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not usually the case, though. Most people share their money. <laughs> like most guys I talk to are like, yeah, we share an account, and you know, my wife, can, my wife handles the finances, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I'm serious. What? That's what I that's what I hear. And I'm like, that sounds like a fucking beta mail to me. That yeah. No, no, well, yeah, it does. Yeah. What's he doing? Or, or I mean, maybe just, maybe or, that, or you're just terrible with money and you need her to look after it so you don't spend it all. Well, in that instance, I I do let her take care of our like our taxes. Cause I'm fucking dumb as fuck when it comes to like getting my taxes done and all that shit. Yeah. So she takes care of all that shit. But when it comes to like kind of what we're going to spend on and shit and like i try and handle most of that i wouldn't feel like a man if i was just like here's my check do whatever you want with it (laughs) no i don't mind doing that but if i have to give her my whole check like here's all my money tell me what i can have back you don't honestly give your wife pocket money every month do you no she's got her own money that's what i said you like i don't mind that no but i mean if that was the case i wouldn't mind that i'm saying no she's got her own money and i got my own money we don't we don't ever. Yeah, that's, you know that's, I mean? nice. that's nice. I usually pay for all the dinners. Yeah, all... yeah. I was just about to say when he goes to dinners and, and like we do you like anytime you have a takeaway as well or anytime I pay for everything. It, she yes. pays for the bills for the house that she agreed to. Yes. Everything else like entertainment, dinner, eating yep. out, all yep. that stuff. That's yep. all me. Yes. Yeah. I'm exactly the same as you. I just feel bad like going to dinner and making her pay. It doesn't feel right. Maybe I'm old school that way, but it doesn't feel I, right. I, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Even if I went on a date with a guy and I hated her, uh, I, like we had a date, I was like, you know, <laughs> dick. I'd still pay. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right uh, making them pay. Although, for about three years, she was making, and this was tough for me at the beginning, she was making like three times the amount of money I was making. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and for a little while, it got to tell you, man, it fucking got to my ego. I was like, what the fuck? And then, and then did you just destroy her? What do you mean? What do you, what do you, you mean? Did, did your income just go, and you were just like looking at her from that <laughs> Looking at her like a peasant. Yeah. Look at me now, bitch. No, man. No. No, we, uh, I'm very, very good to her, man. She's, she's, 
It's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't ever. She's very lucky. We get it. Good. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. I'm saying it was tough. I'm t- maybe it's just the way I was raised, right? Because it was old school. But well, I wasn't maybe, raised in an old school environment, and I still have that same ideology. Like, if your wife came home tomorrow and she was making three times the amount of money you were making, how would you feel? I know right now you're like, oh, I wouldn't feel bad, but I'm mad. Play it out like every day. Like, she's- <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like, what do you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, because you know you're rolling in it. So she would be really, really. Rich. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But I seriously though, assume though, assume for a minute. Okay, let's say you weren't balling oh, out. Let's say let's wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me, let's say you weren't balling out. Let's say, let's say you had your last contract. I've, I've been yeah, and I've been in that. I've been in that position. And, and your wife or girlfriend is making three times the amount of money. I've been in that position. How'd that feel? I uh, as long as I could as long as I could afford to do the dinners and to keep up my part of the bills as yeah. long as I could afford to do what we wanted. Cool. Okay, now what if an instance arose where she's like, I want to do X, and you're like, I can't afford to do X, and she's then like, I, then I'm like, she's like, she, but she says, if she said, if she said, I was like, okay, I said, I was like, okay, but you're gonna have to pay for that because I'm not paying for that. But that doesn't bother you? No. See, that's, if that's what she, if that she wants, if she wants to do that, she knows that's a piss take, expecting me to pay for it. Okay, in the beginning, that bothered me. Okay. Because I, because I was always the one that would do the fun shit or the extra shit or. Pay for the dinners or the vacations or whatever. Yeah. So when I couldn't and she wanted to, it bothered me. I was like, I felt like less of a man. I'm like, I'm not taking care of shit. Yeah. So I stepped up my game a bit and now we're on a level playing field again. So I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm not even employed each other. <laughs> now she works with me. So she can't, <laughs> she can't make more money than me anymore. We're even. Yeah. Well, she might do. Uh, she does the taxes. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true yeah anyway so um the olympia it it looks like i'm i think it looks like i'm being really fidgety but it's not it's because my dog keeps going around and he's like scratching at my leg and wanting attention so i'm trying to stop him from jumping up or barking everybody thinks you're high all the time so they're just gonna think you they're gonna think you didn't smoke today and that's why you're fidgety i have Oh, you did smoke today. No, I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, but normally, on, normally on here, it's just a vape. I don't have like weed or anything. And that's afterwards. Because otherwise, I would literally not be, you wouldn't be able to talk to me properly. Yeah, but your eyes are closed half the time. So people think you're Look at this up. fucking light I have like in my face. And the, other, and the other place is pretty bright too. And I'm in front of a computer screen. Why would I be like, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's just my eyes. Maybe you just almost like being so prejudiced. Oh, <laughs> what is that supposed to Oh, I see where you're going with that one. I was just about to do something racist. I'm not going to. I'm trying to rub my temples instead. <laughs> so now we have some misogyny sprinkled in because, oh, we've got, oh, we've got because I don't like my, I don't like my, my women to pay for anything. And, yeah, and we have a little bit of racism kicked in. All right. Well, this is, this show is for Mavericks. This, this, this is like the old Yorkie chocolate bars, not for girls. <laughs> okay. Apart from there are about four girls that listen. There is, there is about four girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Arnold sold or the Olympia sold. What do you think about that? Do you know anything about that? That's, yeah, that's cool. Do you think it matters? I, everyone's kind of making a big deal of it. No, I think, I, th- I think from what I've heard, I mean, I spoke, I, from what I've heard, I spoke to Dan Solomon in, there was a Redcon day I went to when Brian Shaw was there, we were all there and Dan Solomon was there and he said, there's lots of cool things in the pipeline that they want to do and all this other stuff. And then I also heard, around the time that, you know, AMI didn't like spending out for certain things that they used to. Yeah. 
and they wanted to start putting the money. They, I think they wanted to just move the budget into different places rather than just focusing better. on the I think they wanted to make the experience better. I think they wanted to take it back to what it used to be. Better marketing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff they could be doing now with like digital, you know, with all the digital social media well, and everything. And they're not Dan doing Dan Solomon anything. sounds like he's got the best job in the world when he talks about it. I don't know how Dan got that job. Not that I have any. I like Dan. I've talked to him many times. I mean, but he's probably, I mean, he's, he's quite inside, isn't he? He knows everyone, I guess. He's a, I know. I just don't know how you end up like running the Olympia. Like, that's crazy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and I thought but, that was, I thought that was Robin Chang's thing anyway. It was, but he stepped down and he, he wanted to focus on, I think, the European pro qualifiers. Okay. Because he's in Europe a lot. Okay. I uh, I reached out to Dan to see if he'll do the podcast, my my other podcast, to see if I could talk to him about the yeah, sale and everything. He can't, he can't fucking do this. One. Well, we're just going to talk about tits and ass for an hour. He's going to be like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> he'll be like, well, the thing is, <laughs> he has the best voice, doesn't he? <laughs> Talking about voices, I've got a little, a little announcement to make. This is an exclusive to this podcast. What's that? I'm commentating the live stream of the Arnold Classic with Bob Chick. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, I am. That's crazy. Uh, with uh, Joe Bennett, the hypertrophy coach. Three of us are commentating the two. Oh, Red, Red Con set you guys up. Uh, my side, no, it wasn't actually. What do you mean? I'm, well, mine was, well, partly, I guess, because they're a sponsor, but also because I know Bob through the two bros, and I spend yeah. a lot of time with Bob, and I think you just thought, him and I talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Joe's kind of replacing Pekulski's eyes. So. Yeah. I've I don't know why, to be fair, I don't know why the fuck they chose me. Um, Aaron asked me to do it, um, and also the, the, somebody at the two bros also told me about it as well around the same time. I don't know how it happened. I have no idea why the fuck they've asked me to do it. So you're commentating for who, what channel? I don't know. The Is it the main, the main live stream? The main live stream, yes. That's fucking great. It's mental, isn't it? Is that a big deal? I don't know if that is that much. I think it's deal. a, I think it's a big deal. I, would I, be, think, I think it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's a big deal, dude. I mean, I'm glad we're not doing that bikini and stuff. <laughs> you just have to commentate on the yeah. bodybuilding and that's yeah, it? Just, yeah, two twelve men's open, yeah. Good for you, man. I think, um... I think it's an easy choice. You know about bodybuilding. You know how to pick apart a physique. Yeah. You know all the guys. And people like you, so why would so you do Nathan, it? So Nathan, watching, which you're definitely not, make sure you look good. <laughs> which you will. Of course you will. You won't do that. You're going to be professional. You're going you're gonna... to... Make sure you look good, mate. Do you think he's going to look good? Of course he will. I've always... You know, people are going to shred me for saying this. I... I've never been a fan of his physique. It's very odd, isn't it? But I feel like I feel like he's got good body parts, but I just feel like he has a really long torso. He has the most unusual physique, which makes some poses look off and yeah. others look phenomenal. Like I saw, uh, I think he posted some photos of a front double bicep the other day. Yeah, three weeks out. Yeah, something came up somewhere. I saw it. I don't follow him, but I saw it somewhere. And uh, his, I don't know, his waist just looks so long. Yeah, I mean, but his legs look really short in that picture. So it might be, it means you reckon the mirror's walked. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I just, it's, it's an odd, it's an odd physique to me. I mean, it's, I guess if, if you had to pick between having a thick waist and a long waist, you're probably better off having a long waist. Yeah, I'd say so. But it's still. Uh, but when it comes to front lats, Brenda's front relaxed, they're mental. 
You think it's because of that that tiny like that long waist? Because of his waist and then his legs. It just like he looks yeah. like I, you know those Lego bionicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he yeah. Looks up those. That's what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But I don't like that personally. I like more of a like that. Expert, I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean? I am the same. I'm the same. I because I I think everyone likes the physiques they kind of have. Yeah. And you kind of lean towards that, but it is fucking impressive those two shots. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about it, I uh, I took a snapshot of the list. Let's talk about it for a second real quick. Go, go. Let's do quick fire. Let's go. Okay, Morgan Astey. Absolute freak of nature. He will be by far the biggest bodybuilder in this show. But how is he going to place? Is he going to get shredded? I don't you know, know. What? He's always peeled. Like, I saw him in a seat to his room last year and he was peeled. Are they going to give him a look though? I, I think he'll be hard pressed not to. He's that big. What's he look like? I gotta find a photo. You know, he's like six foot six. Is he big enough? Yes. Like, does he fill out his frame? Yes. I want to see. Oh, this guy! Holy shit! I don't think he's gonna fill out that frame enough, man. Well, he did. His arms are gigantic, and so are his legs. He's pretty impressive. Holy shit! Yeah. I'm looking at some pictures of him next to Rami. And he looks bigger. <laughs> he is bigger. That's what I'm saying. He will be the biggest in the show by a mile. Where did he turn pro at? He won the Arnold last year, the amateur. So is, is this his debut? Yes. Holy shit. That's pretty interesting. Okay. So you have him where? Do you have him, though? Um, I, I have no idea. I can't do this one by one like this because you'll, you'll give me a number. A name. Oh, yeah, that guy as well. Let's we'll have to rejig the list. All right. Let's go through them and then... Okay, we'll if, I don't if, can... say, if I don't say the place, he's just. No. Let's just go through them, and we'll see. We'll see what you think after. So, Lionel Becky. Um, if he's in shape, he'll be top six. If Lionel's in shape, in real shape, he'll be top three. I think Lionel's got like my favorite physique in the IFBB. He just never gets. I think he's very weak from the back, though. You think so? Yeah, he is. I feel like him. I feel like compared to how insane he is from the front. I feel like hamstring-wise, you're right, but he's got a good back. It's just hamstrings and calves are... I'll double, I mean, I'll double-check. I mean, I don't remember him. I um, William Bonac, you think he's going to be first or second, third? Uh, I, think, I think he'll be top three. Okay. Who are we looking at for top three? We got Bonac, Rami, Dexter? Yeah, probably. Cedric? Um, I want Cedric in there, so yeah, I reckon Cedric third. Or, I reckon Cedric third. Do you think Cedric's going to win the Arnold since he won before, or do you think it's a tougher lineup? I think it's a far tougher lineup. Like, this looks like the Olympia minus, minus Brandon Curry. This is and, way and... better than the Olympia, this Arnold. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that, really. Yes. Why? The only person missing is Brandon Curry. And me. <laughs> and you, yeah. Of, of like, of like, you know, well, there's a couple actually, but there's a few more, obviously. But all the Josh, Josh Lord, Josh Lenarowitz might have something to say about our top three as well. Exactly. I, yeah. keep, I don't. I just exactly. This is why we can't do this because I don't fucking know. He could win it. I got my eyes on Sergio. He could fucking win it as well. I saw Sergio's pictures recently. I'm like, this is just fucking crazy. Like he's what, just what, Sergio's what, blow me away. What, what pictures? Uh, just some of the pictures he's posting online. They just he just looks very big and I know how peeled he gets. And I'm like if he if he gets the conditioning he had in New York and he's you know, he's two hundred and eighty pounds right now. Like 
Oh, what you the one that the gym pitches? Yeah, I mean they're gym they're gym pitchers, so you can't say much. But he just looks very big. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, but he I mean he's put a lot of size on this year. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that big last year. So he's done, he had a really good off season. We had the whole year last year, he had last year off. Yeah, but he just I don't know he looks great and his this last photo. I mean here, he probably he probably has actually used yes, Matt. He's actually. It's like he used last year for this. Yeah, he didn't. He used that fucking year off well. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna shock a lot of people. I don't think people are looking looking for him for the win. Um, because he, of could, all the- he, he, he could pull a Luke Sander. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> I mean, if he beats, dude, it could be crazy because if he beats William, don't fuck off. If he, I, that, that could happen. If he beats Bonac, that puts him in the in the talk for fucking Olympia status. Yeah, it does. Right? Like it's crazy. Did I ever ask you if you regret not doing this? Well, the Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not ready to do that. What do you mean? You took second last year or third? Yeah, there's no way I'm ready to like mentally do a prep that soon after the last year. Oh, you mean after Olympia, you needed a break? Yeah, I'm break. doing. I'm going to do it next year. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually in two minds whether to. You are? No, I, I don't. I didn't know whether to maybe even focus on just doing the Arnold next year and, and actually try and skip the Olympia this year. Maybe. Why would you do that? I don't know. If I, feel like I, have, I don't know if I'm like having an off season for so long, and I'm on the cusp of being good enough to be actually winning shows. That could okay, be. listen to me, please. I'm 41, and I fucking my career's pretty much gone, and I. I have one thing I just regret. Don't skip Olympias. Okay. Don't skip Olympias. Do them all. Do every single fucking one. If I got because... qualified, no, so I meant... What's that? Still got to qualify. Yeah, but you'll qualify. But all I'm saying is this. You know when... Um, so I qualified for the Olympia four times. Okay. I only went once. My career would sound a lot better, even if I didn't place well at the Olympia, if I said I'm a four-time Olympia competitor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's like it just feels good to be able to say that. Like when Sean Ray says, "I'm a 13-time or whatever the fuck it is Olympia competitor," that's a huge accomplishment, right? Because that means you're basically the best of the best. Even if you didn't place, even if you're 10th place, even if you're 15th place, that means you're the best of the best for 13 years straight. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? So do the fucking Olympia. Don't. I mean, Arnold is nice. It's fun and everything, but. Nobody says I did the Olympia 15 times. Nobody cares. The Arnold. The Arnold, sorry. Nobody, nobody <laughs> says that, right? So, sure. um, plus, the other thing I was going to ask you is about a lot of, uh, Athleticon. I don't really know much about it. Well, it's supposed to be, isn't it after the Olympia? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know Somebody anything. said something about the winner getting like a $9 million Under Armour contract. No, I don't think that's true. It's surely not. Well, they were talking about it on the... Uh, the Chad Nichols interview he did with that guy of value valuetainment. They were talking about a nine million dollar Under Armour contract and all this shit, and like the prize money you would get and the sponsorships you would get if you won Athleticon and if it would rival the Olympia and guys might stop doing the Olympia and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, no, I have not heard any of this. This, this is what I mean. Yeah. I don't in my spare time. I don't really do anything like this. I don't watch stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty fascinating. I think a lot of guys are going to want to do it. I mean, yeah, because they're talking about Phil doing it. That would be cool. Right? But 
it's after the Olympia. So I'm thinking to myself, if you get ready for the Olympia, like if you qualify, you do the Olympia, you place in the top five or top 10 and you get the invite to Athleticon, it's better than doing the Arnold's. Yeah, true. Right. Anyway, I'm just trying to manage your career right now. Don't worry about it. You just made is very valid. <laughs> um, do you think we should get some questions or what? Yeah, I mean, there's shitloads in there. All right, I got some picked out. If you pick other ones, it's cool. I just, I saw some that I thought would be interesting and I wanted your take on some of these. Okay. First one. I'm not going to say the names because some of them are, actually I'll say the names, whatever. Uh, Jake Witkowski says, I know you used cook weights of meat when you when you, when you measure your food. Do you use cooked weights for clients? Since different ways of cooking will cause different weights due to water loss in the meat, couldn't that cause a mix-up with expected food intake? No, because normally what I'll do is I'll say, um, say I want to have six, six ounces or 200 grams of chicken cooked weight. If they yeah. cooked, I would put the amount of protein in that I want them to have from chicken as well. So if they needed to work out raw, they could work out raw. As long as they're getting their 50 grams of protein. It doesn't matter. What does that mean? Explain to what you, I don't know what you just said. So I'll say, I'll say 200 grams of cooked weight chicken. Yeah. And, and obviously I'll add the macros of that meal below it. Yeah. So if they need to change the way they cook it, all they need to do is hit their macro number. Does that make sense? So they, all they need to do is then. Oh, work so you're, you tell, so you tell somebody, so you'll tell a client, I need you to get 50 grams of protein from chicken. Pretty much, but I'll say I'll state at the top of the I'll, at the top of the, at the top of the page. I say all all protein cooked weight, carbs uncooked weight. Yeah, that's how I, I do it. And then I write the weight of the um the chicken in cooked weight, and and then I also provide them the amount of protein just in case they need to cook it different. Oh, so you're saying okay, so you so you say like you you that's what I do. So you you do your weights cooked, and but if the person's stuck on it and they want to do it raw, they can as long as they meet the macro. Yeah. Yeah, and also if they need to be okay. flexible in their diet, like they need to eat something different. But don't you have a stance on it? Because I feel like when you cook, you're going to lose a lot of water weight. So the best way to do it is the way it cooked. Yeah, I mean, I think it doesn't matter as long as you do it the same way. I think it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like this person's overthinking it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So what are we saying? That So you're saying it doesn't matter regardless. I don't think it really matters. I think whatever to the individual, as long as you like, you just need X amount of protein per meal to work out what each weight is to work out how much that is raw and how much that is cooked. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's actually a better way to look at it. I was always a stickler. I'm like, I want it to be cooked. Yeah. Because I I feel like, because I feel like with your ground, like for ground beef, for example, right. Some of it's like really fatty and some of it's not. That's why I say use the, they always have to use the same beef. So if, yeah. they, if they um if they say sixteen ounces when they cook it reduces down to twelve ounces yeah you tell them obviously you say right eight ounces of raw so then that should go down to about six ounces yeah so you're just looking for the actual protein content of the meal okay yeah right Titan M one eight says why do I look flat even when I have four hundred plus grams of carbs is it my body fat problem check picks for profile for preference. So I didn't, I didn't want this. I just remembered why I don't want to name names because I don't want people to do this. I actually went to, I just wanted to pick this one out because it's a good example of people not understanding what the term flat means. So I went to this person's profile. Um, 
Titan M18, this is not like a, I'm not trying to be negative or we're just being completely objective. You're carrying too much body fat. So it's not a matter of being flat. You're, you just, you can't really see the muscle because it's covered. So try and explain to people what the difference between a flat muscle is and one that you can't see. Can you explain that well, to them, Luke? Yeah, of course. Because if you, if you can't, you can't know whether you're flat versus full, like is it in terms of aesthetically, unless you can see the muscle. Why don't you explain it to them, to them in terms of not aesthetically? Because most people don't get shredded enough to see the difference. Well, that, that's like indicative to training. Like if you're training, you can't get a pump and you feel very weak. You're likely slightly depleted and flat. If you're not as like shapely as you normally are, that's because you might be flat. But you need a lot of muscle to notice being flat. So a bikini girl will never be flat. Yeah. So my so my advice would be, if you're having a lot of trouble getting a pump for continuous days, not one day, because one day could be like lack of sleep, lack of water, lack of whatever, right? But if like two, three, four days in a row in the gym and you're not getting a pump, you're probably flat. That's probably... Is, yeah. And also, if you are dieting, you will be quote unquote flat for a good four or five weeks before you look very yeah. good. So yeah. you go through that stage of looking worse. You'll like, be, be like skinny fat for a while. Yeah. So they should know that. So they should know that if you're getting ready for a contest or if you're just trying to diet and get shredded for the beach or whatever, yeah, there, is the a, first, there is a period where flat is acceptable. There is a period where you yeah. will look worse. Yeah. Because you'll be slightly depleted because you're in a calorie deficit and your yeah. body fat won't be that apparent yet. So this person body fat loss won't be that apparent yet. So this person, I know you haven't seen his profile, Luke, but this guy looks like he's bulking. Okay. So he's saying he's flat and yeah, I guess, I'm sure I'm sure I can find the uh... So this guy for just for example, uh for this person, I would say you if you're gonna try to identify if you're flat or not, it's gonna go by your pumps. If you're getting great pumps in the gym, you're not flat. That's all there is to it. Yep. So it's kind of that simple. Well, that's kind of, well, not, not true because you might be retaining a lot of sodium. I think a lot of pump is actually due to hydration more than carbs. Yeah, but if you don't have carbs, you're not going to get, you can be hydrated as you want. You're not going to get a great pump. Or you might, but it's going to disappear really quickly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you've got to kind of learn these things. But visually, you need to be able to see the muscle clearly before you can tell whether you're flat or not. Visually, yeah. If you're carrying like 12, 10, 15% body fat, you're probably not going to be able to tell visually yep. if, you're, if you're flat. You need to be in the single digits. Um, okay. Next question is Zach Krug. Have you always listened to your coaches no matter what, or how ridiculous you think their advice or plan is, or did you make many of your own tweaks? Uh, in the past, I li- I've listened to the, to the letter, to the detriment of the peak. And so now I, if I don't think it's right, I'll question it. And I will say, I'd rather do it this way. Or I say, I'm not comfortable doing that. But you don't do. I communicate to it. I won't take. Yeah. I won't go upon myself to change it. Yeah, that's communicate it, yeah. with the coach and say I don't really feel comfortable doing this. Yeah. Um, can we do it another way? And if your coach is is good, as a good coach, they should be able to. They'll respect it and they'll try another way. Uh, if they get really defensive and angry, then fuck them. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I agree with you somewhat. Because if you no, I mean, if you're simply saying if they say take four diazide and you're like, um, don't really feel comfortable doing that. Then you'll yeah. that's fine. That's that you're fine to say that to them. Okay, but that's a. I think that's drugs, so it's a little different. I'm saying, what if they said, uh, "I want you on 50 grams of carbs for the next four days," but you don't agree with it? That's different. That's that's a diet change. I'm, I'm, I know that, but that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I, drugs are different because drugs are like when it comes to drugs, it depends on how aggressive you want to be with your own body. So you should be able to say, "I don't want to do this," or "I don't okay. want to do that." If I will. 
if I disagree, it's I won't disagree with them. I'll give them reasons like why I feel like it might not be the best decision. Yeah. Um, and then we'll discuss it. And if they and they might bring up some points, I might have brought up some points they haven't noticed. So you got it's just communication a lot of the time. Yeah. So with Chris, if I, if he says um, hi day today, and I genuinely think I don't need it, I'll tell him. I'll say I really don't think I need it. Like, yeah. I have. I feel like this. I still feel good. I don't think I need it today or something. Or if um, if I'm feeling pretty shit in the gym, I'll tell him. Yeah. Like or if I, if I and if or if I feel like I need something needs to change because I don't feel like things are happening, I'll tell him. Yeah, it's easy with Chris because Chris is um, Chris is basically in contact with his clients every single day. Yeah, and Chris and Chris can only make adjustments based on the information you give him. So you're so if you're working with the coach, the the only you shouldn't have to question them a lot of the time if your communication's good. Yeah. So if you're communicating everything you should be, they should know with your foot or flat by the way you're telling them how you feel. So you should be very thorough with what you're telling them. Because I've been a victim of that a lot, where I haven't told them the full story. I've just been like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's crack on. Yeah. Um, or they'll say, are you hungry? And I'm starving to death. And I will say, no, I'm fine. Because you're trying to be like hardcore about it. No, because I'm just like just trying to get on with it. Or is it because you're not trying to be hardcore? It's not, because to... you're not, it's not because you're not trying to complain? No, I'm just trying to just, I'm just like, I expect to be hungry. This is not, I actually oh, Okay, okay, okay. I um I have a I have a little different viewpoint on it but it's just my philosophy. I think when it comes to drugs, okay, first thing I'll say is you should always be able to have a discussion with your coach. If your coach is is like an asshole when you try and ask him a question, probably not a good coach. Yeah. But some coaches are stern with their approach. Like if I work with Hani and he says this is what I want to do for diet and I say I don't know. I don't feel that he'll be like, this is what we're doing this week. Like we're doing this, this is going to work. And I feel like that's why some people hire a coach. Some people don't want to have a say. No, that's fine. I think, I think that's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. I think the thing we're talking about is maybe if they're a brand new coach or if you've been working with them for quite a while and you've built up a kind of relationship with them. Yeah. You have some communication and some dialogue there. Um, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to answer the question as it sits says, have you ever listened to your coaches, no matter how ridiculous you think their plan is? I have always done exactly what my coaches say. The only thing I will say is I've asked for explanations. I have. That's kind of where I'm with you. I have to always done what they've said. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't – like John – like, for example, John's like – for Orlando when I won that show, John was like, we're just going to do 50 grams of carbs a day from Monday till Friday, and then you're going to walk on stage. We're going to add 50 grams every day okay. from Monday to, from Monday to Friday. Then you're going to walk on stage and we're not going to do anything. We're not going to do any diuretics. We're going to do shit. I'm like, I got off the phone with him. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, this isn't going to work, man. This is never going to work. I'm going to look horrible. I'm going to be flat, whatever. Yeah. I called him back that night and I was like, look, you got to explain this to me because I don't get it. And he's like, just, so he explained it to me a little bit and he's like, you just have to trust me. So I did. And I ended up winning and I'm like, so that's what I mean. Like, I've always done exactly what they said, but there has been times where I've questioned it, but I still, as long as I get the explanation, I follow through. Exactly. So you just yeah. kind of back to what I said. You didn't just do it. You didn't just do it and, and freak out the whole time whilst you're doing it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, you asked for an explanation. You, you discussed it with them. Yeah. Because you weren't sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. And then that's you what, and So you, you weren't comfortable with it, so you had a conversation with the coach about it. 
Yeah, but we inevitably ended up doing what he wanted, is what I'm saying. But I do yeah, but agree that's because with... he explained it. If he explained yeah. it, it was bullshit. Like, I'm not doing it then. Yeah, 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 no. And that's why I agree with you 100%. The first thing you said was if you can't discuss it with your coach and your coach gets really defensive, it's probably a shit coach. Like your yeah. coach should be able to explain to you what he's doing. Exactly. So if John was a prick about it, you'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck you. That's right. That's right. Um, Dooley Sansagra says, Hey guys, I was wondering if you put the health part aside. Is staying on a cycle and not coming off completely, just coasting, the best way to gain size, or is coming off completely and running PCT the better for muscle growth? Well, obviously, cruising would be the best way to go. You think so? Yes. Uh, I will say... Cruising, cruising for a long time. And when I mean cruising, I mean genuine TRT for yeah. a long time. And I just think because you don't crash, you, you just feel mentally better. And I think you can still retain a lot more muscle that way. If, if health is... I think I agree with you now, but I have to just say my best gains ever came after a four month off period, like completely off. Yeah. So like in 2010, Hani started working with me and the first thing he said, or 2009, I think it was Hani starts working with me. And the first thing he says to me is we're going off for four months. I'm like, what? And he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Going off everything. So I had to go completely off. I was fine till about eight weeks, eight weeks to 12 weeks. I was like, holy fuck, this really sucks. And then 12 weeks to 16, I was like, my life is horrible. Why? In what way? I just mentally, like I was just defeated. Like I'm like, I, I feel small. I feel fucking weak. I'm depressed. Like everything just sucked. Like my testosterone must've been in the fucking, in the gutter. Right. So I don't, like I, like I said, health wise, I think I agree with you, but I'm just saying just, you know, if we're looking at evidence in my career anyway, once I got back on after that four months off, I fucking exploded. Like that was my best off season ever. I put on most of my gains that, that year. And, um, would, I almost, you, do, would you have done that every year since? I would have done whatever Hani told me to. I just, I stopped working with Hani. Okay. But like, so, why, so if it was that good, why didn't you take it upon yourself to say four months off every year? I do. I did for a long time. It wasn't until oh, yeah. I it wasn't until I hit it wasn't until I hit like thirty six, I think, where I went into the TRT mode, where I would go to like a cruise of three hundred milligrams or something like the like that for. But they were still really short periods of time. Yeah. I got to, I didn't take long enough breaks. I would do like six weeks or eight weeks on a cruise, and then I would get back on. Okay. I would just wait for my blood work to clear, and then I would get back on, kind of thing. And I I don't think that's a good idea. I think looking back at the whole twenty years now my best gains came after long off off periods well which makes a lot of sense because i think you're just kind of allowing your body to get like freshen up a sponge yeah, yeah. filling back out <laughs> yeah yeah so but you're saying you think leaving the 200 or 300 milligrams in is better i think so yeah um if you're i think so but i think with you i don't know, i think i think so yeah I just wonder how that, I wonder what would have happened had I done that back then. I don't mean two to 300. I mean, whatever you should be for your, look at your level. You, when I say TRT, I mean actual TRT. So like, so it could be a, it could be a hundred, like 150 milligrams a week kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not a cruise TRT. Mm-hmm. I think, I think for most people you can, cause you don't have that big drop off. You don't have that kind of mental crash and the fatigue you were talking about. Yeah. It's horrible. You just, I think you just feel a lot better. No, it's true. Like this and, year. That's important. This year, I went off August 18th. 
and I was off all the way until about two weeks ago. And uh, I felt, and now, <laughs> yeah. no, it's like it's like no, it's like halfway. It's not like you're back on half the source. I'm not, no, yeah, like a half. It's not like a full blown. But um, but you're definitely right about one thing. I got smaller, but mentally, I was like, I felt a lot better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I could have sustained. Like when I retire, I can sustain two or three hundred milligrams for the rest of my life. Like it didn't. Like I felt great. Yeah. So it was just in the gym that was like kind of shitty. Can you, can you imagine if you were like relied on like testosterone and there was a zombie apocalypse and you couldn't have it anymore? <laughs> this is how shit and weak you feel. <laughs> well, the zombies would be eating me alive anyway. So what the fuck would no, I care? No, not, not, if you're, not if you're smart. My, you know what I think about? My house is windows all over it. Yeah, you'd be fucked. I'm so totally you, fucked. Well, so did mine actually. Isn't that a weird thing to think? Yeah, I just board them up. Huh? I just board them up. I also, I, I think also about, was, I think about that, right? So this, so I thought about that. I'm like, okay, if there's a zombie apocalypse, or if there's like some type of chaotic event in the world and people are like, these are fucking important things. Let's pretend the coronavirus expands into. This is like, what I'm saying. So this, this is how my brain works. Zombies, so, right? This is how fucked up I am. So let's say there's some chaotic event in the world and people are looting other people's houses. Yep. I need like. 40 pieces of fucking plywood like sheets of plywood in my house to board up all my fucking windows yeah and i don't know how to use a hammer i'm not cedric so i mean you'd, I'd learn, probably, you'd learn pretty sharp i probably sure. could board up some windows but i'm like i'm fucked i'm what do fucked you mean you, wait, 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 wait let's rewind a little bit what do you mean you don't know how to use a hammer well okay i know <laughs> I'm obviously exaggerating. I'm just saying, like, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't build shit like Cedric does, you know, what I mean? or, or fucking Evan. I watched, I watched Evan's uh, newest YouTube video. The guy's welding a fucking squat rack together. I'm like, who are these people? Like, I can't Evan's, fucking. Evan's everyone's dad, isn't he? That's, that's what you expect. Dad's <laughs> in the workshop building metal. Can you believe it? He fucking, I'm like watching this video. I'm like, I'm not a man. Like, right, the thing I love about Evan is we both know for certain he wears a tutu around his house with his little girl. So <laughs> yeah. He's like that dad. He's the proper like dressed up, lets him paint his nails. <laughs> like he does all of that shit, like face paint. All yeah, that. yeah, he would do that for sure. Anyway, so how do I fix the situation with my house? Do you have windows all over your house? Yeah, I think I think I just board them up. And you think that would be enough to hold? What if it's like that? That well, uh, I wouldn't need to do them on the upstairs windows. You think it would be like that Will Smith movie though? Like, what's that movie called? Well, that's I Legend. They're not. They're not zombies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's. I don't think boarding up would do anything for people though. They just break the boards. Yeah, I don't know. This, this is a good point, but I think with the zombie apocalypse, people don't loot the house because too many people become infected. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about let's say there was a, a natural disaster. Well, that's, of some yeah, sort. that's very different. Sorry. It is very different. That's yeah. it's also highly likely. I don't have a gun in my house either. Because you're Canadian. Do you have a gun in your house? I got a big old fucking knife, mate. Well, I got one of those, and I'm I got British, a couple. I got, I got some beer bottles. I, I got, I got weapons. I just don't have a gun. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a, I have a BB gun, and yeah, I have one of those. I have a um, Rick and Morty um, portal gun. But <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So it's not a weird thing to think, though, right? No, definitely not. Yeah, I think I think guys. I mean, all the, all the men watching this go, oh, "Grow up, fuck off, don't lie, don't lie to yourself." 
No, it's not a matter of growing up. I'm not talking about zombie apocalypse. I'm talking about honestly. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, no, no, I'm talking yeah. about like I'm talking about like what if it all kicks off? Let's say the shit in Australia, right, with the wildfires. Yep. Let's say that happens in my country, all around my house, and people are fucking looking for water. They're gonna go crazy and start looting shit. They, uh, but they might not. It, it depends. So I'm why would they re- fucking loot your house for water? I'm just. <laughs> Okay, water was example. Water was a bad example. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, for whatever reason, they would need shelter or need to steal food or rations or whatever. I'm like, you know, you watch those movies. And I like, love, I love post-apocalyptic stuff like that. Yeah, I love it. I think about it too much. I think. I'm I like, think I'm fully prepared. I think mentally. You're not prepared. You just said you have fucking windows all over your house that aren't boarded up. Yeah, but I know how to use a hammer. Do you have food rations? Yes. Yeah, but by then it's too late. If the shit kicks off and you have to go to the hardware store, now you're fucked. It's too late. I have got a lot of tin food in the garage. Garage? Garage. (laughs) So you have enough canned food? I think so. Most of it's tuna, but yeah. Tuna, tuna, sweet corn, salmon. So you you can maintain your size then? Hot dogs. In a can? Yeah, the best, mate. The best. Hot dogs in a can. It's, just, well, it's the same as the water in a jar, but they just come in a can instead. And they're way softer for some reason. They, they're definitely not real meat. If they are, they're the ball bag of the chicken. They're horrible. <laughs> uh, ball bag of chicken. <laughs> they're tasty. I love a shit hot dog from the cinema. Yeah, those are the best. Or like an yeah. Ikea hot dog, just made from a scrot dog. I'm all about the Costco hot dog. They're really good as well. Uh, ben, ben blames me this for me. He had one once because he said, do you like him? I was like, I like them. Yeah. He ate one just before we trained legs and just burping <laughs> the whole session. <laughs> now every time we, he, we, we go to Costco and he smells them, he gags. <laughs> Why would you eat a fucking hot dog before legs? Well, fuck exactly. He blamed it on me because I said I like them. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, but yeah, a good a, a shit. I won't buy hot dogs for the house, but a, a good shitty hot dog. <laughs> what? What's, what's so funny about that? Oh, I'm my hot dogs for the house. Well, I don't. I don't shop for fucking hot dogs. Why is that funny? I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. What did you, I miss? Why you're so serious, like, oh, I won't buy hot dogs for the house. <laughs> As if it's, like, disgusting <laughs> and taboo. It is ah. disgusting. It is disgusting. Well, well so you won't have a jar of hot dogs in the cupboard. So, like, if you have, like, I think a good cheat meal is buying a whole, like, a French stick, a big, big baguette. Listen, I love hot, hot, hot dogs. dogs. I love hot dogs, and I'm not saying they're gross. I'm just saying I don't buy them at the grocery store. Well, no, I don't think anyone does unless you intend it's kind of like you have them. It's kind of like a tr- almost like a treat. Yeah, sometimes like in the, in the off season, like because I, I have we have that rule in the off season. We eat our diet food, and we also eat shit on top. Yeah. So sometimes I eat my chicken and rice, and I'll, I might have a couple of hot dogs I make myself. Yeah. Just hot dog buns with the hot dogs in a jar or a tin, but the yeah, yeah. in a jar. Probably yeah. microwave, bang it in, they must have a bit of ketchup. That's a hot dog, my friend. Yeah, and it's that, delicious. And yeah, I have a couple of those on top of a meal. <laughs> okay, that uh, um, uh, sounds amazing, right? All I'm saying is. Then why I don't, don't you do that? I just don't think about it. When I go to the grocery <laughs> store, I just don't. <laughs> I don't buy hot dogs for the house. <laughs> <laughs> It's just they're never as good. They don't taste as good. They're not bad. They're not as good as the Costco or the... I think, or- I think it's because what you have to do is you probably have to put them in the microwave and also fry them a little bit, pan them. Yeah. Um, well, they have them on that like thing that yeah, spins on, at the, yeah. the Costco. I mean, you can air fry them. Yeah. I just don't... Listen, the point is they just don't ever taste as good as when I'm out, so I don't buy them for the house. 
Yeah, I really want to. I, I really want Chris to say, "Go to the cinema and have some pick and mix and a hot dog." <laughs> What's pick and I, mix? If I, just sweets and a candy. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We call it pick and mix. You pick it and you mix it in a bag. You eat a lot of shit, don't you? I didn't realize <laughs> you're eating hot dogs on top of your fucking meals. I, I don't often do it, but if I want to, I'll do it. Is that how you're getting? Maybe that's where your strength is coming from. I'm not strong at the moment. I've got so many, so many fucking injuries. What's going on with your chest? Does it heal up or what? Yeah, it's all right. It's uh, a little bit, a little bit of scar tissue there now, a tiny bit of swelling. It's not very sore. Um, I saw I you benching three little, plates the other day. It was reverse banded. Okay. Uh, and, and with a dead stop as well, so I couldn't go past a certain point. Way to take and, it easy. Huh? I said, way to take it easy. Well, it was because it weighed nothing at the bottom. It did. It literally weighed nothing at the bottom. But that's pretty good. My left I mean, shoulder's not great. My left knee's a bit fucked. My right left hamstring is pretty fucked. Um, are you ever going to be able to train differently? You think? I'm trying to, and I hate it. I know. Welcome to like, my. World. I did like I did like a, a Jay Cutler style back workout. I just watched his video, and then I did it. Yeah. Um, kind of. I he was training pretty heavy. To be fair. I yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't feel like I did anything. Yeah. I, I, know, I, trade, I trade fast pace. I still did pretty heavy. Like barbell row, I still went out to four plates in a barbell row. That's heavy. Yeah. So like uh, we, I did sets of like 10 to 12, but from a plate, out of plate, 10 to 12, out of plate, out of plate, go, keep going yeah. up. I can't yeah. do that amount of reps anymore. Yeah. And then I move on. And I yeah. did that on everything. You didn't like so it? I huh? I, it was okay, but it didn't have that getting psyched up for a set, going all out in one set. Being a bit scared beforehand. What you just mentioned is the way I train, the way I've always trained. I used to train heavier. I never trained as heavy as you did, but I used to train heavy for me. Yeah. Um, when I had to change, and I, I still have to change, I'm still constantly evolving to something new because of injuries or whatever. Yeah. It's never the same. It never is never is going to be as fun as when you can just not worry about anything and lift as heavy as you want. Yeah, I don't think it'll have any negative impact on my physique though. No, Chris. Chris actually thinks it might look better. Yeah, I agree with that. Chris said that. he said he's. I think you'll look fresher and rounder. You just the hard part, I think, is having the discipline to not do the things you want to do. Yeah, because it's like your brain's going to go back to having wanting to have fun and doing that crazy it, shit. It is as do. well. But this injury's actually scared me a little bit in the way that now I don't want to do any of that anymore. Yeah, take it from me, man. If you get a, I mean, I. It's tough to say, you know, Kevin Lavroni like tears his pec, has it reattached, and he has a stellar career afterwards, right? I mean, this isn't going to affect anything. but it no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just a reminder. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying like moving forward, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like some injuries are different. Like, like when I tore my tricep, yeah. I don't think this arm is ever going to look the same again. So I feel like, I don't know, just, I guess I'm just saying be careful. We already know that. So I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But it's um, yeah, it's just more like it just reminded me that accidents can happen. Yeah. Any point. What the? F- Obviously, James didn't take the get the notice because I saw him today deadlifting eight hundred pounds. I did, I did tell him off for that. What is he doing? He he messaged me this one. I was like, I can't make it to the gym today, mate. The missus needs the the car. Yeah. Then I get a notification. James is Hollington. I was watching a video. I posted it. He's tagging it. And it's 800 pounds. So after, wait a minute. So after wait talking minute. about him not doing that shit anymore. Okay, so wait a minute. So he messaged you said he couldn't make it? Yeah. And then he went anyway? No, he went to, he went to his gym. It was Kings. Oh, he couldn't go to your gym? Yes, yes. 
So he went to his gym and he deadlifted 800 pounds. Yeah. So I got stitched up for 800 pounds, basically. And he's watching this, prick. <laughs> but no, I mean, I do, I do think as much, I get it because I, I was like that for ages and I wanted to, I wanted the certain lifts. I wanted to do that. Yeah. It did nothing for my physique. And no. I think, and I, I don't, and I think James and I are not as young as we used to be. Yep. We also have a lot more on the line now. Yeah. And where we want to go, that won't take us there and it might stop us getting there. That's 100% true. And I just, I don't want him to hurt himself because right now he feels indestructible. Indestructible. Yeah, yeah. He's invincible. He's not. And, we I all, all. and I'm just, I just like, and it sounds, I sound like I'm an old man just because I've hurt myself a little bit. But he's so fucking strong and he's trained so hard all the time. His body's never fresh because he trains so hard all the time. His body's always going to be in a point of recovery. Yeah. Like, and when you're doing max effort sets like that, you need to have been like, when you do powerlifts, do you rest beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just on five days of training in a row. Yeah, he's... And he's, he's a freak. And he's a freak. He's so strong. Um, what's... Uh, James strikes me as a very emotional person. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to tell him not, I don't want to tell him not to do it because it's not my place to say that. But it's... He does it because it's, it's his... It's his way of coping with things yeah so this is where i was going and with i'm it. just and it's like and i get it kind of but yeah. I'm, I'm not going through what he is i just i just know that if he hurts himself he can't do that or his bodybuilding i know i know this is but this is where this is where i was going with it so i'm extremely emotional too and i when james writes stuff i feel like we're almost a very similar people yeah um when I go to the gym, it's the emotion that keeps my workout. So like people are like, man, you train so hard. It's kind of an emotional release. Yeah. I feel like that's what he's doing too. He's not going to learn like you are. You're more calculated in your, yeah. He's um, going to have, he's going to have to learn the, he's going to learn the hard way. Like you know, I know. Well, I think what it is as well, like my emotion at the moment is driven towards, is, is all about my bodybuilding goals. Yeah. And, it's, and there's no like instant gratification from that. Like there's not that that's instant right. release with the lifts. I used to do the lifting. That's why I kind of get it. Yeah. But I just imagine how bad it would be doing that to get a release and you yeah. rely on it and yeah. you can't even do that anymore. I don't have to imagine. Uh, let, been... let alone doing your career. I, I don't have to imagine. I've been there. But this is what I'm saying. When I, when I talk to both of you, you are more calculated in your I – know, I know you have the emotional release of lifting that, having anything, but you're – your entire bodybuilding career sounds more calculated. You kind of know. Now. You... It is, it is yeah. now. I haven't done any of the crazy, crazy stuff like the nine plates aside deadlift. Yeah. Um, that stuff since before I turned pro. James sounds like he has a calculated place he wants to go to, but he's also lifting out of emotion, which is. Yeah, and I get it. I just, I just want to, I just don't want to. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a go at him. I'm just saying, I just made. Just don't get it. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I. I, that's, I that's get, all it is. That's all it I is. get it. I get it. If he did seven plates for like, or if he did say seven and a half plates for like sets of four or five, I'd be like, this is fucking amazing. Like yeah. a really shaky single. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. After a hamstring workout. Yeah. It's asking for trouble. I think so. And I don't want him to hurt himself. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I can't pronounce this one, but I'm going to ask the question. What is your staple supplement that you take daily? And how do you think Evan Senapani is going to do this year at the New York Pro? I know, what, a, what a variety of questions. They are not even remotely similar. Um, 
Start start with the first one. What's the supplement? uh, Redcon 1 GI juice or just the greens. What is the GI juice? It's a greens and digestive enzyme product. And that's the one you take every day? I take it every day because I've always taken the greens and the digestive enzyme. Uh, Mine's a pre-workout. Not as as, uh, fancy as your greens, but I have to to take my pre-workout every fucking day. So... I didn't have mine today. I I have to, man. Yesterday, uh, I didn't bring it. I I switched. I brought my pump pump product by accident. I had a great pump, but I didn't have the energy, and I like having that energy boost. So, um, I have to have my pre workout every single day. I've been really liking the Redcon Big Noise with a a double espresso recently. What's the Big Noise? What's that one? That's that pump product. So you take the pump product and you mix it with the coffee. And then I have a little double espresso. Yeah. Yeah, what's a double espresso? That's about three hundred milligrams of caffeine. It's it's a different feeling. It's totally different. It's not a standardized extract of caffeine. It's like a full strain. It's uh no, no, I know, but the amount is about what three hundred. Yeah, but, if, it, but yeah, but would you not agree that it feels totally different? So I'm not you sure. if you take three hundred milligrams of caffeine from a tablet versus three hundred milligrams from a coffee, I think it feels totally different. Unless it's pure caff. If you take pure caff caffeine, it's not different. Pure calf caffeine is like a organic caffeine, so it's it doesn't have that like spike and crash. It's more, which is what the artificial stuff does. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like our our pre workout has pure calf in it, so it's more of a stable uh, release. Okay, well, so you don't get that like. That's good. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's I mean I mean that's purely because we've, I'm not tired enough to want total war, and I have my mental trigger in the morning before cardio. A mental yeah. trigger is the nootropic is like, like a, Yeah, it's like a nootropic for focus kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I, I I just faff, which basically means I just, I'll be in the kitchen and something will distract me and then I just keep getting distracted by things and never get <laughs> shit done and get late. <laughs> so if I have the mental trigger, it kind of stops me doing that a little bit. Is it weird that my pre-workout has all those things in one product? No, because you wanted the best pre-workout you could get basically you wanted the ultimate like i like having the idea of having separate way but i but i wanted to come out i think we're going to do separate later yeah but i wanted one that had all of that you want people to take it and be like this is fucking crazy yeah 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 okay well hopefully we'll see i think they're gonna like it i think i don't know i'd be very surprised if they didn't like it well i you know the the, Okay, let me rephrase that. The tricky part is not getting them to like it because I think the people that try it are going to like it. I think the tricky part is getting it in front of people's eyes. And that's what Redcon does a really good job of. They're very good at getting everybody to see their product. They are incredible at marketing. It's insane. Yeah, Yeah. but it's also budget, right? Like when you have the budget for it, you can fucking do... I I don't think that's fair because Aaron's always been that way. He's been very smart. Even yeah. with every company he's had done well because he knows how to market. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not taking their their marketing no, is great. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, like yeah. even when they used to have the fuck all budget, they were still what yeah. they used to do was great. Yeah, we gotta we gotta figure that out because I think the main it's one thing to have a great product, but it's another thing if it doesn't matter. It's like being shredded, but or it's like going on stage but not not knowing how to pose. Like you're shredded, but you don't know how to pose. It's like yeah. it doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, so most it's like first, most people's first show. Yeah, so it's like that. So it's like it's good if you have a great product, but not if nobody could fucking see it. Yeah. So the 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 key is like, okay, we formulated something really good. Now I got to make sure I can get it in front of people's fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna steal a bunch of pages out of Aaron's book. Maybe it's I'll. Good, it's, it's a good book to steal from. <laughs> All right. Second part of the question is. 
how do you think Evan's going to do? And this is actually pretty interesting because we're both friends with Evan, so it's going to be hard to be objective. But Ooh, I don't honestly, I honestly don't know. I'm going to say one thing. I feel like Evan is a very, very calculated individual, and he's not emotionally driven. Yeah. So I feel like if he steps on stage, it's because he took a really good look at his physique and he thought he could. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he'd do it if he didn't think he could do it. But I mean, like you know how he said he like in his one of his videos, he said something about his leg being down and or you know being worried about having quad surgery and all that. I feel like he wouldn't. He wouldn't go back to the stage if he didn't rebuild it back up already. I I think that's that's an Evan thing, isn't it? He wouldn't. He wouldn't yeah. produce a product that he wasn't happy with. That's right. So how do you think? So saying that, it's been a few years since Evan stepped on stage and his new crop of guys. How do you think Evan's physique <sighs> holds honestly, up? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, it's I interesting. Don't I don't know. It's really interesting though, because Evan's got a really, really solid fan base, and people do fucking love him. And um, it's going to be interesting to see where he stands and how he looks next to. Because yeah. I feel like the the new crop of talent, they're looking for more aesthetics. And Evan's got a really rugged physique, and I, I don't. Know, but I always think there's not many rugged physiques, but I think when there are, with the size. Especially like Evan when he's in shape, they yeah. they still give him to those physiques. The rugged physiques. Yeah, because you can't deny someone that big and shredded. So you think if Evan was standing, and I know this is not going to be an easy thing to compare or say, but if you think if Evan was standing next to like Brandon Curry, William Bonac, Cedric, these are all like aesthetically pleasing physiques. Yeah. You think he would... He's going to be the odd man out I, in that box. Yeah, I think in that instance, he wouldn't be enough to edge them out because I think if you're going to beat those guys, you need to be a lot bigger. So if Evan yeah. was like a double the size... It'd be, Rami, like, it'd be Rami's size. Yes, it'd be like a Rami, which is why I think Rami in shape will do so well. Yeah, that's right. I agree with that. But you think against maybe a, a less... I don't want to say a lesser crop of guys, but a different set of guys. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. Because he's still, he's still, I mean, Evan at his prime is still a top, top tier pro. Evan reminds me, Evan's physique reminds me of Kuklo's physique, but even more rugged. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. It's got that, like, really. And they're both taller guys as well, with calves. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, Wayne Barfield said, saw Chad Nichols saying DECA is terrible, but I thought most bodybuilders used it in the offseason. What are your opinions on it? I thought we should cover a couple of drug questions. I, I so. don't like it. I agree with Chad. hates it. I hate it as well. Do you want to tell people why? Because I might have a different reason. It just makes me feel like shit. <laughs> Is there anything specific you noticed? Physically, I get. I feel very I'm overly anxious. Yeah. Quite sad. Um, yeah. I also get a big old face. <laughs> you retain water on it. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I get. Uh, I get. My anxiety gets through the roof. When I'm on DECA and my libido is just shot. Yeah. I can't fuck. You know, it's crazy. I'll do a shot like a week later. I can't fuck. And it's like, it's like that fast. Like my libido just. Do you you try? Do I try to fuck? Yeah, just try to thumb it in. (laughs) Push like that. Just thumb it in. Like play pool with a rope. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Ever? That's the funniest thing I've ever said. I think it is. Playing pool with a rope. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Gert. Gert. Gertad. Gertad. I don't know. Uh, about Athleticon, I'm curious, being a massive mainstream event, the professional IFBB show attached to it, will the public – oh, this is actually an interesting question. Will the public ask and put the pressure on regarding PED use? The Rock has openly talked about the dangers of steroid use, and he doesn't do them, question mark. Well, of course he fucking does. I'm wondering if this side of it has been talked about, would mainstream be okay with PED I, I, use and just bodybuilding and powerlifting? I don't think people care anymore. I think they do. Not as much as they used to. I think you and me live in a bubble, and I think people yeah, care. Maybe. But, I mean, okay, so Flex Lewis was on the on the BBC. He was on the news here. And wait, wait, he can I... Can I re- Facebook, there was posted on Facebook to on the general public. There wasn't anywhere near the amount of negativity as you'd see. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you this. There's definitely more people that understand that all athletes do steroids, and there's definitely less people that care. But... The Rock is like a family man, and I think people are going to shit. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I think it'd be fine. You can't be a fan of The Rock and hate steroids. I don't think people think he does steroids. I think, I, well, you have to be very naive then. Man, I'm telling you, I think most people that aren't familiar with bodybuilding, yep. just take take yourself completely out of our bubble. Okay. I don't think they think he does steroids. Really? And I don't think they think football players do steroids, and I don't think they think hockey players do steroids, and I don't think they think baseball players do steroids. I think they only think bodybuilders do steroids. That's I, what the average family man guy who's never been involved. Oh, well, well, I think we'll fucking find out. I don't think I fully agree with that. You think Maybe. most? You think okay? Out of a, out of a, out of ten people, let's I, say think, I, th- I think the majority of them just don't care, and it wouldn't even cross their mind. Okay, wait a minute. Let's say... Most, I think most people don't even know what steroids even are. Let's say you ask 10 people, right? Let's, yeah. say, you, let's say you ask 10 peop, 20 people, 10 of them are women, 10 of them are guys. Right. Um, if they care if football players do steroids, how many think you care? Yeah, but, but in football... How many out of the 20 would care? Probably, probably most of them. That's not my point, though. And that's yeah, football but, players. Yes, because football not allowed to do it. And if one person's doing it, it's cheating. If everyone in the lineup, and it's so obvious in bodybuilding, I just think it's not even a. It's like. It's like it's like it's like watching it at Formula One and be like, oh, they're cars. So you think because people already know that we're using steroids that they're not going to care? I just I think if you're going to watch it, you already know that, and it's like you have to. You're, you're either you're either incredibly naive. And don't even know or know what steroids are, and have no idea, or you don't care. Yeah, Third but, option is you just know, and it's part of it, and you're not you're not interested. It doesn't you know? It doesn't really care. Okay, everything you said is true, but you're missing the one factor I think that matters the most is the Rock is like a family name, and I don't know if it's going to be good for him to be attached to a, an event that's known to be a steroid event. I think he's um. He's involved in films where people kill each other and his character kills people. I think, I think everyone knows it's not, it's, ser- it's, not, it's not serious. It's not an issue. It's not negative. It's just part, it's a sport. If you don't like, if you like body weight, it's part of it. It doesn't mean enough to enough people to like be that negative, I don't think. I don't think, I think the rock putting a bodybuilding show on is no more different than Arnold still doing it. And no one cares about Arnold doing it either. Yeah, but Arnold admittedly took steroids. It hasn't spoke up against it, whereas The Rock has. 
right? Arnold is like, yeah, I do steroids. I, 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 I think I, the Rock. I, okay, well, I think the Rock knows what he's doing, and I think if he thought that was going to be that much, we probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> obviously, obviously, we're just yeah. So which is why, which is why I kind of feel like my argument in terms of I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. I think he, that's why they're going ahead with it. I'm curious to see what the outrage is like, especially in today's culture. In today's I think, culture, I think I think for every comment you get of people saying "oh steroids," you're going to get five or ten people coming underneath that, calling that person an idiot. I hope so. I hope so. If look, the best case scenario would be that it happens. Yep. There's some outrage, but the majority of people are like, "Who fucking cares?" Because then that's good for us. Yeah, that's what I say. Right? Yeah. yeah. No one. I mean, like, if you know what steroids are, you don't look at a pro bodybuilder and be like, "Steroids?" You should just know it's fucking. Like, it's not anything to be upset about. You already know. Yeah. Especially in this day and age. Yeah, when I'm so around, when I'm around normal people, it's yeah. weird the things they talk about, like with steroids. They just don't. Yeah, they really, they really don't have a clue. They really, really don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't have a clue. So why would they care? Yeah. No, but my point is like, me and you understand that in all professional sports steroids are a common thing yeah i don't think the majority of people know that but i think you know i think yeah i agree but they also i also think in bodybuilding is we wear it in yeah. other sports it's considered cheating i don't think in bodybuilding it is yeah interesting we'll see what happens like, i don't think anyone would go an actor for taking steroids i don't think anybody thinks actors take steroids that's the I thing think, yeah I know, it's crazy well these yeah these guys are like these guys make dramatic not, changes in like three it's months. Not, it's not as it's not as extreme. That's why probably. Um, but and obviously a lot of movie is just a lot of movie magic, isn't it? So they're obviously made to look even better than they are, mm-hmm. and it's not extreme enough. But I think you know with steroids in films and like steroids in bodybuilding, it's totally different. Well, nobody knows there is steroids in films. That's number one. No, not nobody. The main... I know, but, but if if an actor came out, if they found out like Hugh Jackman used it for Wolverine, I don't think he'd give a fuck. He'd be ridiculed. He'd be fucked. Are you I crazy? Don't I, don't, I don't think he would. If The Rock came out tomorrow and said, "I use steroids for all my fucking films," that's why I look this good. He'd be fucked. Maybe I don't know. I don't agree because I think he, so, he still does. He still promotes a massively healthy, like, you know, the actual amount of exercise and the training. Dude, the average person. Maybe it's because I get an unusual amount of roid comments, but the average person is is thinks steroids are like the fucking devil. And if The Rock came out tomorrow and said, "Ah, I look this good because I use steroids," he'd be fucked. Maybe it's different in this country. I think in this country we just don't give a flying fuck. And nobody, yeah. we're not like in the in the states where everyone likes to comment and be give their opinion. People are just kind of go, what? Cool. Just crack on with day. Don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm interested to see what, you, what do you guys think? I'm interested to know what you guys think. If The Rock came out tomorrow and said he... That's not the same question as you... No, no, no. It's a different question. I'm, I'm okay. composing a different question. Right, it's, okay. it's, not, it's not the Athleticon question. It sounds, very, it sounds very Fuad-centric. No, no. <laughs> no, it's... This it's is my, not supporting my side of the whatsoever. No, no. It's my own question. I'm just curious. If do the Rock they answer these in the comments? Yeah, they do. Is your, I, I mean, I honestly don't read a lot of the comments on this video because I don't have to. Yeah, well, a lot of them are directed at you. Yeah, but I get a lot. I've got my own channel now. The amount of negativity. I, within the first, like, I've done like six, seven videos now. And the amount of negativity far outweighs positive. 
on your video on your videos and i was thinking i might not even fucking bother doing this What's the point? wait a minute okay let me ask this question and then i want to go to that so answer in the comments section if the rock came out tomorrow and said i've been using steroids all along would he be fucked or would his career carry on without a hitch there'd be i think there'd be a shock to begin with and then i think everyone would be like that what's his next movie maybe I like to know. Char- okay. yeah, he's not, she's not cheating. He's a band of characters, isn't he? It's not real life. He's such a wholesome guy. You see him on Ellen, and you see yeah, him which on might, which might which might be good. Thing they're like, he's it'd be good ar- for it'd be good for he's us. Not, he's not an arrogant, angry woman beating prick. He's it would be nice good. Guy. It would be good for us because we're like, oh, okay, but yeah, it's not, yeah, not going to happen. Okay. What's anyway, it? back to your thing. So you put out your new YouTube channel. You put out six videos. And you're getting more negative comments than good comments. No, I know, I'm not. But I do, yeah. Look, I do. We obviously there's a fair share of negativity on there. So, do you try and answer all the comments or no? Uh, no, I. But I, no, I, it takes a lot of me to just go fuck off, you cunt. To a lot of the negative comments, because it takes a lot of effort and time and money to make these videos. No, no, no. I know. Come on, just shit on them. But do you do you answer back all the comments? No, not, no. I answer. The, I, not if they're like just paying me a compliment. It's in the great video. I just, I normally just like it. I don't know. You hit, you hit the hard button. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they ask a question, I'll answer it. If they say something constructive, I'll answer it. It's funny that you brought it up because I've been asking this for of a few people now: is how do you deal with wanting to interact? Like, I try and interact with everybody that comments. I try and answer all the comments. Yes. How do you deal with the people that want to interact? with all the fucking shitheads that are just want to come on and well there's a difference there's like there's people that are just dicks yeah and that's what i'm talking about and they're yeah and they're just they just leave purely negative and those and there's other people that leave kind of an ignorant comment probably because they don't really know any better yeah so if you explain to them politely that they're wrong i do that that's fine time, yeah and a lot of the time they go oh okay i didn't know that cool thanks yeah and then but if they're just pure just cock what are you even here for why are you making these comments yeah the, the, i mean a lot of the time i just delete them do you think it's discouraging? It was to begin with, but then uh, the amount of people I spoke to, they're like, that's just the way it is. What, no, what kind of negative comments are you getting? You don't... Oh, not, you nothing. Can't... Just like... Um, are they just a regular, like, you steroid-free? Like, yeah, that that, yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah. There's like... When, that, shit, that shit doesn't bother me anymore, you know that, eh? It doesn't anymore, no, it doesn't. It's, yeah. it's all, it starts bothering me. Yeah. But it's just like when people just... Um, when they make an assumption about you as a person, basically. Yeah. Can I tell you my favorite one? Guys come on and they try and get you. Like I put a, I bet I did a bunch, obviously I'm doing a bunch of videos, but yeah. guy will come on and be like, I think I did a video is uh, why you're not making gains. Something to do with carb cycling, right? Yeah. So a guy comes on, he's like, you're not making gains because you're, or you didn't tell them about the steroids or something like that, right? Thinking like he got me. Yeah. So I just comment below. I'm like, that's in another video. Just watch my podcast. We talk a lot about steroids. <laughs> and then they don't ever respond to it. They like, no, because I just like, I'm like, yeah, I take steroids. What the fuck is your point? Like, what do you, yeah, yeah. you're not, you're not getting me. It's common fucking knowledge. Like, I don't know what this is about. Right. So I actually like the people now that write, like, you're, you're a roid freak or why don't you tell them about steroids? Or one guy's like, what meal is steroid? What meal is your steroid meal? <laughs> it's like the one after my workout. It's like, I don't know. I just, yeah, that's funny. I say something like that. It's just a bit. I mean, at first, when they just, when they, when they make like say like, audio shit, 
You oh, shit. You're yeah, like, you're yeah, like, yeah. Hey, it isn't because there's about 100 points how good it is. Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're just being, how? Maybe explain. If you said, the audio in here, this part, I can't hear it. That's yeah. that's a good comment. But just, just slagging off the video full stop just to be a prick. Yeah. Annoys me. I don't think people realize how much effort goes into the video. It's not just me. It's like Rebecca puts a lot of time and effort into editing and filming these videos. Dude, I do. I imagine I do all of it. You know what I did my last video? I had four lights set up. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking bought extra lighting. I have four lights, two cameras. I shoot all the shit myself. I edit it all myself. I do all the graphics myself. And then some asshole will come on and be like, this video sucks. And I'm like, just yeah. don't, just don't watch it. Like, what do you just don't fucking watch it? Like, you know what I mean? Anyway, come on, um, Matt Prosser, Matt Prosser, powerlifting says tips to deal with an. Oh, I thought this was a good one. You might be able to answer this. Tips to deal with an ex at the gym. Oh my god, my uh, my uh, mate. <laughs> I, I can't answer. Like, uh, my ex wouldn't go to my gym. Because she's not welcome. Um, but she lives 150 miles away. That's another thing. But I have been in the past. I, I Well, here you go. My ex, one of my exes does train in my gym. And I see her every day. And she's one of my closest friends. So Yeah, I, but you got to fight. That's different. Wait, she wasn't for a long time. We hated yeah. each other. Yeah. But then we realized that we are just friends now. And it's fine. We talk to each other. Like, it's fine. So it okay. depends if it's, if it's straight away and it's painful. Maybe try and not train there when she does, if you can. Or try and find a different gym in the area if that's an option. What if she's like a really cunty chick and she's like trying to pick up other guys at your gym? I can imagine that. Yeah, I can see that happening. I'd have her killed. <laughs> there you go. I'd, uh, she'd, she'd die in a road collision. Problem solved. <laughs> All right. Honestly, my answer is go at a different time that was your best answer yeah right i think just go yeah. to a different time yeah. or just i mean because it's really difficult especially if it was a very meaningful relationship you just come out yeah yeah but yeah it's, it's hard um baz Kiet says what is something you admire about the other and what is something you would <laughs> you would change <laughs> what's, some, what's something you admire about me luke what a you seem to have made a fuck ton of money out of bodybuilding, which is massively respectful, despite never being a top Olympian. Yeah. Is that, I, a, that sounded like a compliment and a diss no, at the same time. No, I mean, no, I mean, it's because it's like you've always known your worth and you've always worked hard to get it. Yeah. And you've always been paid far too much money because you're not worth that. I think that's true. You know, it's funny. I feel like, have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? <laughs> I have imposter syndrome. If it's, it's, it means it's like when you, um, when you're successful doing something, but you kind of feel like you're scamming the system, or you feel, I like feel exactly like yeah, that. you feel like you're pulling the wool over people's I feel eyes. Like that every time t- somebody leaves a comment telling me how much of a nice guy I am, yeah. I'm like, I've, heard you, I've just tricked you. To be. <laughs> <laughs> I just <Yeah>. tricked you. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like when companies give me eighty thousand dollars a year to fucking sell their protein. I'm like, this has got to be fucking wrong. Something's got to be wrong. Yeah, like, no, exactly what you mean. Exactly but it's not. Mean. Like, if you look at it, really, it's not. We've built a level of credibility through our sport. No, I, people... I, when you break it really down, but it's still, yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still, like, I've been invited to do the, the fucking commentary. I'm like, why me? What, what the fuck well, you're well-spoken. You're well-spoken. You're funny. 
Yeah, and you know, and you know, and you know, bodybuilding. Yeah, but you, they could. Yeah, but there's plenty of options. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. There really isn't. I'm telling you, like, listen, it's oh. it's not easy to do what like they're asking you to do. Well, I don't know because I've never done it, and I might be shit, and I'm probably not allowed to swear, and that's bad. I don't know why. I think I swear a lot more than <laughs> I, I swear listen, a lot. You saw, you heard Sean Ray last year, right? He was horrible. Yeah. All he did was shit on everybody. He didn't say anything positive. It's not as easy just because you know bodybuilding doesn't mean it's easy, right? But I think because you have a good attitude about it, you're well-spoken and you're, you're funny. It'll bring a good element because Bob is going to be the history guy and it is going to be the analyst guy. And then you'll be kind of like the in-between. So it's a good, yeah, you're just going to say dumb shit from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, it's a good, it's going to be a good fit, but. Yeah, that's what imposter syndrome is, and I've had it my entire career. Yeah, I'm always I like, I, I, have, I think I have it as well. Yeah, I think, but, like, but that's the but again, that is one of the things I, I do respect the most out of you is like how, but you, but you haven't slacked. You've really worked, and I've never. You just work hard. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's uh, I just wanted to be part of the industry, and I had to find a way to do it because I don't have the fucking tools, like. This is my philosophy was always, I don't have the genetic gifts that some other guys have. So I have to find another way to be worth it. Well, Flex Lewis always told me, he always says, you might have the genetic gifts to do it. Yeah. But if you don't, do the other stuff too. He said, try and be, try and, he said, if you can, and that's what he did. Yeah. He, he wanted to have a large fan base and be number one. Yeah, but it's, yeah. And that's, a, that's like the. Because so, it's either way you're set. <laughs> that's a, that's a the best way to look at it actually because then he's got the genetics and the fucking work ethic to go with it if he didn't have the work ethic he'd still have the fan base you know it's funny i used you since we're paying compliments to each other like like douchebags i'll pay one too (laughs) the other the other day i actually said to somebody that well i said to my wife actually we're because we're talking about uh looking for certain athletes we're, we don't want to sign athletes just yet for the company but you know i'm getting older and i don't know if i'm going to compete again it'd be nice to have a young person come up yeah with the company right but i want a bodybuilder i don't want a men's physique guy not no offense to anybody out there but well you, you have your it's, it's a bodybuilding brand you get it. it's a bodybuilding brand right so i want a bodybuilder so i, I want some but the tricky thing about bodybuilders is this men's physique guys are very active like you're you're the only bodybuilder i know other than myself and i'm not as active as i used to be so i don't even count that is actually doing shit other than getting on stage. And I think that's why Aaron fucking gave you that baller fucking contract (laughs) because, because because nobody else is fucking doing anything except like, if you look at Regan, right? Regan does a lot of shit. Regan's always been like a go-getter puts out tons of videos, puts out a lot of clothing, does all that shit, but that's it. Who else? What other open bodybuilder, open level. And I've, I've always like drawn from people like yourself and Evan who always have always done it. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's that's a compliment. Like, that's those guys, and you all have. Look at your house, and look at Evan's house. <laughs> my wife yeah. made a lot. My wife made a lot of money for a few years. Not my fucking, not my house. <laughs> no, but um, you know, it, it's, but it's true though. So that's that's my compliment to you. Is uh, you've learned to do the work that I could never do when I was thirty. You're thirty years old. Thirty one. I never did this shit when I was 31 because I was like too, try, too busy trying to be good on stage. 
and I just, I wasn't getting to where I wanted to on stage, but I also didn't manage the business side of it. So I, 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 I don't think I might, I don't think, I think with the business side is cause I do everything I do is for, I've always done I've just done it for free. Like any time I've ever been asked to do anything, even now with Redcon, if they ask me to do something like, yep. Yeah, but it's okay. It's going to pay off later. Yeah. That's what I've always done. I know yeah. it has. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to continue to do that and it'll pay off again. Yeah. And that's, uh, <clears throat> that's one of the things I respect is you're able to manage the stage and able to manage the business side of it and put out the videos. And if you find another athlete that's similar to you, let me know because actually somebody asking the questions like what, what is hostile looking for in an athlete? Just look at Luke. I'm looking for somebody who loves bodybuilding, who wants to be a bodybuilder, but also understands that the, 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 <laughs> business side of it the social media side of it the youtube side of it is just as important i, I get very sick and tired of people saying the, the contracts aren't there anymore the um you can't get as much money out of the sport anymore don't do this for money it's bullshit like, yeah it's, it is yeah if you're not willing to work for it <clears throat> and sure. it's not work if you love it like yeah. fuck off it's like it's not work like traveling and making appearances if, if you're moaning about that just yeah. think i could be in an office right now well, that's the thing. I, you know, one, it's funny you said that because back in the day, I was one of the, I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys who was like, "What's that?" You said, "Oh, you were complaining to one of your friends. You had to go and use the tanning bed." That's right. Yeah, that's the story I was going to tell. And he was like, "Johnny, do my job," and you're like, "Yeah, you're right." And that's and that's you know, and I've chosen to do this. Yeah. And I've and I've gotten further than I ever thought. And yeah. I think I can go further, but you have to work. It sucks. It's funny. I said it. I, I got a, I have a guy uh, working at my house. He's, we're renovating the whole house. So he's been here for fucking a whole year. But he works on the bridge in Windsor. There's, in, in Windsor, there's a bridge that goes from Windsor to Detroit. And it's yeah. like this massive fucking bridge, right? He's got to go up like 500 fucking feet in the air or whatever it is and paint the bridge. He's a painter. He paints the fucking bridge. Yeah. So one day I come home from the gym and I'm like, he's like, what's wrong with you? You look wiped out. I'm like, oh, I just trained legs. I'm fucking I'm dead. He goes, if you want tomorrow, you can go to the bridge in the fucking freezing cold fucking ass weather and go all the way up and paint for me instead. And I'll go train legs. And I immediately felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> so, I'd be like, so. I would have been like, mate, you're done. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want to do that, mate. Yeah. Well, I actually did say that too. I was trying to save face. I'm like, all right, come to the gym with me. We'll train legs together. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. He said we we are so fortunate to be in these situations, and this yeah. is why I love James so much because James, in the same similar situation, he has worked his ass off. Dusty is another one. These are yeah. guys like we're not top Olympians. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like we might be, but right now, no. But you know, it's interesting. All of us work, and all of us make a living from bodybuilding. What's interesting to me is what you said about flex because I never looked at it that way. You know, when people describe to me, like, they say, like, oh, what's more important, genetics or work ethic? And I say, um, the best bodybuilder is the guy who combines both. Yeah. Like, when you take a Phil Heath with Phil Heath genetics and Phil works really hard, he becomes seven-time Mr. Olympia. Yeah. I didn't never realize it the other way around. It's the same for business. So flex is like, if you have the bodybuilding side of it and you add the business side of it, you become uber fucking rich. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good that it's cool that he said that to you because now you're doing it already instead of waiting till no, I yeah, waited. I, mean, I yeah. waited too long. Like, well, this is why when people like say about having fans and like, 
I've been asked to do it, like, I think it's, it's been, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Um, I've been asked if I want to do a, 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 an Australian tour. In yeah. The and, yeah. and I was like, I don't, and in my head, I'm like, no one will come. Why would I do that? That's bullshit. That's apparently right. I keep, I keep being requested. And That's I just right. think I've just, and I just think, I don't know how this has happened. I've bullshitted so many people into thinking I'm something. Imposter syndrome. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Because yeah. I feel the same way. People are like, when are you going to come to the UK? You know, you and Luke are going to do a live podcast. I'm like, we are, wow, I, we have, you're doing that. We're, we're going to both be at the expo in Liverpool. I know, think, but I feel I like when, when people, gonna, I think we're actually going to go up on stage and do a. Q&A. I know, but I feel like when people ask about it, like as a separate thing, not as part of that expo, I'm like, no one's going to come watch me and Luke fucking talk live. I'm like, well, I, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> four people will come. Yeah, it won't be the girls that listen. But apparently, but it's like you said, people keep asking for it. So I don't know, man. But it's that's what that. But I think that comes from being because I feel like me and you wouldn't be friends if there was a level of uh, humility. You know, if you weren't humble in some way, I wouldn't be friends with you. So I think that imposter syndrome comes from having a level of humility, so your head doesn't fucking get too big. As well, like. I have zero clue why I'm popular because if I listen to myself, I'm like that guy, <laughs> dick. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing. It's because you're funny as fuck. Yeah, but am I or am I just stupid? And just well, this sit- is, you know what's interesting about the show. I think about the show sometimes, right? And uh, I'm jealous because you get to talk about things I can't talk about. Why not though? Because I get because because okay. Oh, well, okay, go on, you go. I can have. The hashtag could be Fuad loves anal, but it's yeah. not because I'm married for 13 years. <laughs> so it's not, you understand? So like what yeah. I'm trying to say is like, when we talk about like sex, we talk about this and that yeah. I have to have, it's almost like I have a governor on me. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? It's it's right now, but the, the, bro, I was having this discussion with her the other day. I said, you know, as soon as everyone knows who you are, they're going to just know. What do you they're going to know what you do. What do you, you mean? Well, you, you, you know, what we're talking about the hashtag thing. No, go back. What are you talking about? So I said to her now. Yeah. I said, now oh, <laughs> you're my girlfriend. They're gonna know you're horrendous. Yeah, they're gonna know you're dirty as fuck. <laughs> she, was like, she just laughed, and I was like, and I never thought about this. I never yeah. thought about this because I haven't been in a situation where that's ever come up. So How I, did you I, not? Because because I'm a dick, and every time we do this podcast, I forget that. Tens of thousands of people <laughs> listen to this. It's not just me and you having a conversation with no, me. No, it's, it's it, and I get, and I forget because I had so many good messages last, like after the last episode, talking about like the whole anxiety and having like growing up with a lot of yeah issues. And I got so many cool messages about that. And I was like, I can't yeah. believe I even said that. I don't. I wouldn't. I but don't it's. Re- but I said to you before we finished, it's really good that we did talk about that. You know what, yeah, man? I think it is, and I didn't. I kind of wish I didn't say anything, but in a way, I'm glad I did because it seems to have. Oh man, trust me when I, okay. So I had anxiety since like I was, I'm pretty sure I've had anxiety all my life, but once I started doing steroids, it got way worse. Yeah. And then once I got bigger too, and like uh, more visible in places, like I didn't obviously stuck out like a sore thumb in like regular places. So it got even worse that way. And uh, I always wanted to talk about it because I'm like, I know other bodybuilders are feeling this way. But I always felt like I don't want to be the mental case bodybuilder. Like, I don't want to be the guy that identifies with mental illness and all that, right? So I never spoke about it. And then I started to recently, because I'm older now and I just don't give a shit. 
and the feedback's insane. Like I wish I would have started when, uh, when I was your age. So it's like, it's good that people can see you at your level talking about that kind of shit. Well, that's what I think we want to do with this YouTube channel. It's because we're going to film some days when I'm going to hate it. Yeah. And I hate life. <laughs> well, yeah, I told yeah. you about the last video we filmed, didn't I? I mean, no. I said, oh, no. oh, well, so we filmed the whole, well, that Wicked's haircut. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we want to, we're doing, I want to do as much stuff like that. That's not super bodybuilding. Yeah. I think that stuff, people like it more. Because if, if you want to, if you want to see light, if you want to see a lot more bodybuilding stuff, just go to Redcon's channel. It's all yeah, there. yeah. But for my channel, I just want it to be just dumb. And I am gonna, I'm actually, I've been looking into doing a lot of these drum covers. Yeah. Done about eight songs. I need to get, I need to get a studio. Yeah. A couple more cameras and lighting, and then we, we're going to do professional. I'm going to get somebody to mix, master, edit, do all the everything perfectly. These drum covers and make them professional, and that's another yeah. project. I've got on the back yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't. My stuff is very bodybuilding centric. Like all of it's like you know, how to cook or how to fucking do this or cooking this. Yeah, I do all that stuff as well, but I think it's really yeah. interesting people know about the other shit you do. For some reason, people like to, I think it's important that they see a bit more into the person as well. Yeah, 100%. I don't, do, I, I don't do anything else, though. <laughs> 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 right, well, that's too far, it? I don't, I don't drum. I don't have a dog. Well, I have a dog, but I don't get it. It's not cute. It doesn't jump on me and I don't get his haircut. Yeah, you get, um, uh, get a puppy. We're talking about one actually, because our dog's extremely old. Is this answer me this question? Do you think it would be wrong? So I want to get a, I want to get another dog, because I'm, but for two well, reasons. So you are you saying you wait until you think you should you wait until he dies or get one now? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with it. I think you can get him now because I think it would actually really cheer him up. She she thinks it would make him more depressed because we'll no, be paying more attention to the puppy. No, no, because no, you make a big fuss of him as well, and it will make you make more of a fuss of him and have a little puppy running around. I think it, I think you'll like it. I think you'll cheer up. See, I I feel like there's part of me wants to do it because I'm trying to lessen the blow my wife is going to have to deal with when he passes. Yeah, like you mean the blow you have to deal with? Sorry. Well, I'm I'm listen. She's more of a pet person than I am. So she's, my wife's going to be devastated when that dog, that dog's been with her like before me and her met. So she's going to be absolutely a wreck. And I'm thinking to myself, if I get a puppy now, maybe it will lessen the. Why why, why, why don't you have a conversation about it? Because she's already adamant that she doesn't want one until he's gone. And that's it. Yeah. The wife has spoken, mate. And when it's that serious, I think it's a good idea to probably listen to her in that and i also think you might help her grieve if you've got because she might be resentful but that if you're because if you're when your dog dies and she, you have a puppy she might be resentful of the puppy but if you yeah. get a puppy together afterwards you, yeah you can help that's a good point yeah um i think we're we got a couple more i want to answer a couple more before we go i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a youtube video tomorrow of me answering, not tomorrow, because it's Sunday, and I'm with my son. I'm going to do a video of me answering a lot of these questions that are aimed at me on my YouTube. i got to start doing my Q&As again, too. I do my own Q&As separate. Yeah, yeah and I start doing them as well. But is that pointless, then? Why are we doing Q&As together, then? Because they're both our answers, but then the ones specifically, <laughs> there's some good ones aimed at me. Oh, fucking hard answer there. Okay, all right. Let's just, let me, let's get through a couple more. Somebody asked a good Dorian question, which I didn't know. What? There's something about Dorian likes me or something. You knew that. No, no apparently. You, he, you he told said, me that. No. Right, we'll find the question. Read it. 
can't find it. <laughs> I saw that question in there. He said, how does it feel? Oh, yeah. I'll ask you. I'll ask you the question. Dorian Yates on a podcast said he likes Luke Simon over Nathan, considering a real body lock in his generation. He also said he rarely follows up with bodybuilding and keeps up with Luke's. And then the question is, what's it like to be favored and respected by your favorite bodybuilder? And did he share any advices? I didn't know that. I don't know if that is true. Is that true? That's what I heard him. I thought that's what you told me. I don't, you know, I th- I've heard he's like, he likes me, knows me, but for that, I've heard that. So he did a seminar at my gym the day while I was in Tampa. Yeah. Um, and they all said he knew who I was. And that was to my friends and, and the owner of the gym. I didn't yeah. know he was on a podcast. Um, I think I remember him saying something about British bodybuilding. I don't remember if he spoke, said something about you specifically, but I'm sure the person saying it's not. He has it, apparently. This is, yeah, uh, okay, so I answer the question. How does that feel then? That's amazing. It means, right? I'm doing, it means I'm doing a good job. It means I'm doing, if, if, Dor- if, if I get the thumbs up from Dorian, it means I'm doing it right. Yeah, Dorian would I, be. The... I actually think if, if I spoke to Dorian about training, he'd probably, because he wishes he backed off a bit now. Yeah. I think he would say, yeah, you're right. You should back off a bit more now. Yeah, I agree with that. I've heard him say that. Yeah, so I think he'd actually agree with me. So I think if I'm going to learn from myself and from Dorian, that's the training. That's. Yeah. My, philosophy is, my philosophy is normally what would Dorian do? Or because Dorian, <laughs> that's my mentality. With because Dorian. <laughs> Oh, that actually leads me to a question I circled. I might text it. Okay, wait, this is right here. Actually, you can use that answer right here. Uh, what sources, such as journals or other publications, do you turn to for research? That's what you're supposed to say. Because Dorian. Because Dorian. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, this guy wants to know what sources we turn to, and we don't. Okay, if you want to learn just like nice, simple basics, Aceto's books, Arnold's books, pretty good. These are just the, the bog standard, basic, like Fisher Price bodybuilding. Um, Dorian's book, Bobby Glass, is the. Um, he also he has his autobiographies out, which is really good, and his training journal, Arnold's book, and Chris Aceto's books, because they're so simplistic, and you kind of get a very good. Um, a very well, a well-rounded opinion of bodybuilding from all of that. Um, I read, I read Arnold's book. I read a lot of magazines. I'm talking about beginners, but like in the modern. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like this guy wants to know our personal sources. So I know, I know enough people that if I need a question answered, I can ask somebody. That's kind of what I'm saying. So, like my personal sources are, um, mostly magazine articles. I know people, coaches have taught me stuff, other bodybuilders I've talked to, my own personal experience. And if I really, really want to know something, I'll turn to a study, but that's only if I'm really... It's also really good, like, subscription sites, like Jordan's, Trained by JP. But what do you personally, where do you personally get your your knowledge from? I ask people. And when when I, I, originally, the very first subscription site was John's, Mountain Dog. MountainDogDiet.com, I'm still a member of that. Yeah. And I used to read everything he put up on there. Every yeah. workout he put up, I'll do it. Um, I used to read a lot of uh, T Nation. T Nation is another great one. It's a bit, it's a bit shitty at the moment. Like sometimes yeah. I see articles at the moment, they're just fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's, but like, a lot of the older stuff and some of the stuff now, I guess, is pretty solid still. Yeah. Is it weird that we don't have like a real like one-stop shop for it? No, because I think with bodybuilding, there's so many different ways to do it. There's so many... There's so many ways to skin a cat, and in, yeah, especially yeah. bodybuilding. It's like there's everything works, but not everything works for everyone. And the only way you're going to find out what works is try it. And the only thing you're going to know what to try is if you research enough and find out what you should actually try in the first place. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think it says Manning5813 says, you've spoken about orals in the past, so wondering why you use them in addition to what you're already taking, especially given the damage that they can do. Not a user myself, but interested to know. Don't. I've already explicitly said on other episodes that there. Can I just say, just I just want to say one thing about this question. We all, okay, I shouldn't say we all. I'm just going to use myself. I already believe that steroids cause damage, and I use them anyway. So this whole question is kind of like really d- doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think it's, I think he's also painting me on the same brush because we've talked about the love of Anadrol before. I yeah. don't use orals ever until I'm very close to the show, and it's a very small amount. Um, I a lot of that is because I get problems with them, and I think it's because my body doesn't like them, so I use okay. them. I'm the same. I'm the same way you are, but I will say that when I was younger, from like 20 to 26, 27, I did Anadrol, I did D-ball, and my body it didn't hurt my appetite or anything. It was fine. But the point of the point of this question is, why would you do something if you know it causes damage? It's okay, like it's, you might as well not be in bodybuilding if that's your question. Well, I was kind of prefacing it by saying i do it to limit the damage as much as possible and that's the, the route i take um and I also know, why would you why would you you could ask any athlete of any sport i'll oh, go and ask a, like you had a formula one driver i don't know why formula one's come up again you go and ask him why he does it because that's way more fucking dangerous well it's kind of the same thing if you said to a football player why are you playing pro football if you know you're gonna have cte from fucking smashing your head that, against that, because this is what we do so this is what we do this is the chance you take some people don't want to take a chance you don't have to we do we don't care and also their risks are not guaranteed you're not guaranteed to get issues this is true uh i think personally my opinion about steroids is if you don't abuse them they're gonna help they're gonna speed up any hereditary issue you may have i think if you don't abuse them you're likely going to be okay unless something was going to go wrong that's what I said. Like, if you have a hereditary issue and you take steroids, it's probably going to speed it up. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I think, I think if, you're going to use, if you're a user, like, it, obviously a lot of people who listen to this are, you do it in a way that's not going to be the most risky, the, the least right. reckless way possible. If you're doing it, if you're doing it with health, completely disregarding health and just doing willy-nilly, you're a bell end. Yeah. If, you're taking, if you're doing it with a, a calculated approach, and you're doing it in a way that's, like, not safe, but safer. You're going to get what you need out of it whilst limiting the damage. It's kind of like uh, Chad talked about in that podcast here, or that interview he did with Valuetainment. Um, Chad talked about trend and how many people are using trend and how much they use. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm sorry if you can hear the the banging, but um, he said that guys are using guys used to use because Parabol used to be like or Finaject used to be like 75 milligrams, right? So he said that people used to do 75 milligrams like every other day or three times a week. And that was it. And he said, now guys are using that amount every day. Or Uh, what you you initially said, that's what I'll do a week. Yeah. But you also only do it usually during contest time, right? You're not doing off season. And I'm using it for a specific purpose in mind. That's right. I'm not relying on it. I like I always say, I always take the piss of your training. Not with anything else. You shouldn't run into the problem. No one fucking needs more than that. Don't and if you do, yeah, if you really are not going anywhere, yeah, body running probably isn't for you. Yeah, and that's see, Chad was implying that people are using that shit all year round, like that dose, like but they, but they do. No, 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 I know. So what I'm saying is, for us, if we're going to use trend, we're going to use like 100 milligrams every other day or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
that's only during contest time for like six weeks. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. I, I think one of the reasons I've always wanted to work with Chris is because he's so conservative. Yeah. Come on, sorry, dogs. Yeah, again. yeah. It's very needy tonight. Um, but yeah, it's like with with Chris. Like sometimes when he he'll suggest something, it's, it's a laughably low amount. He'll say like, "Just do one amp a week," <laughs> and then there we go. We'll see what happens. I got very rarely, and it doesn't always go up. I got to ask you this question because I don't know why people are so fucking. I mean, I guess I do, but I've, this question keeps coming up, so I'm finally going to ask you. Uh, do either of you have thoughts or opinions on Sergio Olivia Jr. wearing the T-shirt with OJ Simpson on on it? With it says "My team and your team," I'm posting it on Instagram. Did you see that shirt? I don't know. What that means. It was. A, he's wearing a shirt. It's an OJ. It's it's a picture and it's cut in half, and it says OJ is over here. And his ex-wife that he murdered is on this side, or that he allegedly murdered is on this side, and it says "my team, your team." I don't understand what it means. Well, I think it's implying like the black team versus the white team. Maybe I don't know. That's what it's implying. So I think Sergio is trying to get a rise out of people. That's who he is. Um, I, I think racism is the stupidest thing on earth. So if you're trying to be racist to me, good luck. Because I don't care. One second, I want to show you this photo. I'm gonna. I got. I got to show you this photo because I want to see what you think. I don't know why. I don't know. I honestly don't know why people freaked. I mean, it's just a. It's he's just he's just trolling people. You sending it to me? Uh, I'm going to show you on the screen so everybody else can see it. I just got to find it. Where did he delete it? I don't know. He probably deleted it because it's like I guess a lot of people freaked out. But he doesn't normally like bend to that kind of shit. So I don't know if he did or not. Let me see. I can't see it. I think he deleted it. I saw it. I saw. I saw it recently. Oh no, there it is. I found it. I found it. Look it. Can you see the shirt? It's OJ on one side, and it's his wife on the other. It says, it says "My team and your team." <laughs> How's that OJ? It's OJ Simpson. Oh yeah. <laughs> is I don't know. You know how I know he's trolling people? The guy zoomed in on the shirt. I actually don't know. I think I think when people try to be controversial, it's normally not controversial. This guy, oh, this guy writes. Uh, God, this guy's fucking. It. Okay, forget it. We're we're in the middle of a podcast. I'm like reading comments. Um. Is that a big deal or not? Is that a big deal or not a big deal? To me, me is zero. I could not care less. I that is the point, right? American people, if you're listening to this, which you are, it's the the, the expression is I couldn't care less. I think not, it's a, I think not, it's, not not I could care less because if you could care less, then you you obviously it means less. you care a if little bit. You couldn't care less. You literally couldn't give a shit. You li- couldn't care any less than you do. To say I could care less means you could probably care a little bit less, because and, and especially when you're trying to convey the importance of how little you care about something. So it is I couldn't care less. Thank you for the English language. Uh, there you go. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick, I'm sick of American people going. I could care less. Well, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. I think Sergio's trolling everybody, and they all fell for. There's like 300 comments, and everybody's. I, I don't. I don't understand the reference. So, well, because when it happened. All the black people, 
in America were like, OJ's not guilty. And all the white people were like, OJ's guilty. And obviously I'm simplifying it, but that's pretty much what the fucking thing was. So when OJ won, all black people were like, he got off. It's great. And all the white people were like, that guy killed his wife. What the fuck? So I think the shirt's implying, the shirt's implying my team, your team, I'm black, you're white, my team won. That's how I read it. But maybe he wore it for a different reason. I don't know. But the whole point is, I think he's wearing it just to troll people, and it worked. Like, oh, is he fully black? Huh? Is he fully black? I don't know. Isn't Sergio Leva like Cuban or something? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? He looks black. That's good enough. <laughs> is, that, is that racist? <laughs> you, look, you look black and dark. <laughs> I do not. I look brown, sir. Yeah, yeah you do. Anyway. Um, Why does a Caucasian have Asian in it? Caucasian. That's a joke, don't worry. I know it was a joke. I just don't. I was trying to. No, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I was actually quite old and I found out that Caucasian was what white people are called. How old were you when you found, when you found out? I, I was like 21 or something. I remember I like filling out a form that said Caucasian and I was like, uh, what's this guy? What's Caucasian? Is that me? I'm not Asian. <laughs> Caucasian. I'm white. So yeah. Why did it take you so long to figure that out? It's like I've never seen it or heard it before because I'm not racist. For her, that's why. Is it? Is it? You and, I probably, and I was probably raised in an area where everyone was white. But I think there's racist people in the UK. There's a lot of racism there, but I just, I just don't. Isn't it like? Is, isn't that what? Oh, Bre- it's mad. It's mad. Isn't that what Brexit's all about? I don't think so. No, I don't really. I don't. Honestly, I try to follow a lot of that stuff as least as possible. But nothing. I thought the whole thing with Brexit was people were freaking out that a lot of immigrants were moving into the country. Well, that was probably part of it. But I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know enough to comment on this. And like, because I hate politics. Do you hate immigrants? No. Okay. I'm just curious. Just wondering. Well, well, they, they, I don't hate immigrants. I, I would hate immigrants that do things that I would hate them for. That's very different. No, uh, you're tread tread lightly. You're sort no, of it's, 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 okay. If somebody came on holiday to this country, yeah. and did something fucked up, I'd hate them. Like, I, don't hate them. I just wouldn't like them. But it's the same if a British person went when British people go abroad and do shit fucked up things, I hate them too. Give me an example. So let's say black guy comes from Africa to the UK. What does he? What happens? Like what? What does he have to do for you to hate him? I don't know. Murder someone, I guess. <laughs> Commit a crime, be f- fuck up the system, take the piss, not not live properly. I don't know, just something. But when you, when you hate just that put, one, put, but okay, put, put this way. something that any citizen could do, and it would still piss me off. Doesn't matter who, where you're from. Yeah, they, I think if you're going to cut, it's the same to any any race, any country, any anywhere. Yeah, if you, I think I feel if you go and live in a different country with culture involved. Yeah. You should abide yeah. by that country's culture, no matter where you are from. And that's my opinion. I don't disagree with you at all, except for there's a blurring of the lines of what country is whose country and where they belong. Not in the UK, but like the problem in America is, and, and I'm, I'm definitely simplifying this, so I don't care if you guys hate me in the comments or not. There's a lot of white people, not white people, but white nationalists nationalists i'm trying to be trying to be proper here white nationalists think that white people own the u.s 
What do you mean white people own the US? How, what? Well, that's how they feel. That's how a white nationalist feels. They feel that they found America and they built uh, it up. Okay, Americans own yeah. the US. Not white Americans, just Americans, no matter what color you are. But that's American. where the but that's where the disagreement is with okay. with yeah, that's that's where that's where a lot of the racism comes into play, right? How about this for an argument? Is mocking an accent racist? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So when no. when uh when Mike It depends how it depends where you're where you're when Mike was, when Mike was doing his Chinese accent. Mike. Oh, research, Mike. Yeah, when he did his Chinese accent. Yeah, because I, but I feel it's because it depends where it's coming from, right? I, I, okay, here's my argument with that. Accent is not race. If you're taking, so if I did a, if I did a piss state French accent, it's not mm. racist because French people could be any color. I think racism is dependent on where it's coming from, right? No, I also think it's the technicality. I'm not. You can't have a go. F- being French isn't a race wait a minute wait a minute you're being too you're being too technical i'm talking about this it's it's also bigotry and prejudice yeah, of course. I, I right? know, I, that's not what i said i said is it racist okay maybe not so, okay, let's go bigotry way. bigotry is just as bad as racism right if, if, I, did, if I did a pistic indian accent is that is that if it's a, in my opinion if it's coming from a hateful place then yes but if i okay if i'm just Doing it, say I'm playing an Indian. If character. you don't, if you don't hate Indian people, okay, there you go. Yeah. I, 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 like uh, Frank Hank Azaria, who who voices Apu, he's been banned from doing it in The Simpsons because yeah. apparently that's racist. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. As well, because there are probably plenty of white people born in India. With that's the right. No, no, totally ridiculous. I agree with you. It's gone too far. But when you said Mike, I don't know what Mike's like backstory is. Like, I don't know if he. I think he was just talking in a front. In a, in a I don't. I don't. I don't because I asked him off air and he doesn't sound like he likes <laughs> he's like I talked to them like that in their face and I'm like but it was very aggressive it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like me and you fucking around right it's different yeah, it's, there's it's, a it's, thing there's a thing about racism in my opinion it's all context all of it yeah, I, is, I, I just think race I think not liking people because of their race is fucking ridiculous yeah, but I don't like white people yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't give a fuck what race you are. I probably don't like you. Yeah. Not because no, you're I just, a person. <laughs> where did we? Uh, where, how did we go down this road? Where were we? I don't know. We were talking about something I wanted to get into. I don't remember anything we talked about this podcast. I feel like we talked about nothing. <laughs> I always and, feel like I always yeah, feel like that every week. What's going to happen? We're going to get to the end. You're going <laughs> to about two minutes. You're going to say right goodbye. We've been on for an hour or wow, however long, and then we'll talk again for another several hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll text each other later oh, we we're talking about racism in the u.s this is important okay go on this is why i think you guys don't have as much racism or talk of racism as we do over here yeah plenty of racism here i know that but you you make it seem like it sounds like we have a lot more issue it's more of an issue um, over here I, I don't know if that's true i think maybe i think religion's a lot stronger in the u.s okay well when I look around the world, it's, it feels like we have more discussions about racism in North America. Okay. But I always felt like because there's a, a hard... If you, go, if, you go to like, if you go to Saudi Arabia, right? It's a Saudi Arabian country. If you go to the UK, it's, it's a UK. It's like you're white. It's a British country, like British, whatever, right? This is. If you go to Italy, it's Italian. It's not like there's no... 
I think the problem with North America is it's mixed and it's always been mixed. Yeah. So this, this, this group feels like they own it. And this group feels like they were part of building it. No one owns, I don't think anyone owns countries. I think it's a lot. Well, yes, they do. If you go, like you said, if you go to Italy, you expect a person to abide by Italian culture, right? Okay. But you can still be any race you want to be. But, 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 but I'm saying like, but I'm saying like assimilating into the country. Are you talking in a cultural sense? I'm talking assimilating into the culture. So if you go to Italy, it's yeah. assumed that you're going to, you're going to abide by their cultural norms. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In America, that's where I think the confusion is. It's just a melting pot of people. And America's about 350 years old, isn't it? It's not old enough to have culture. No, well, that's the thing. How do other people? How do other people in the rest of the world see America? Like, what do you do? You see America as a white country, a black country? Do you see it as? Uh, I actually see it as very mixed. I just see it as mixed. See, I, I, think think most, I think most people see the America as New York and Texas. Well, New York is everybody. Texas, if I, I mean, Texas is black and white majority, probably maybe Spanish. Yeah, I think I just I don't know. I, I every time I've been to the states, it's been very multicultural. Yeah, I always wondered why there's more racism in the U.S. I always felt like it was because... I think it's more spoken about, and I think it's more normal there, I think, because there is a lot more diversity and a lot larger populations of diversity as well. So in the U.K., there's not not enough voices to be heard, I guess. I I always felt like if if there was a culture that owned the country, there would be less racism. Does that make sense? Potentially, but again, we have a lot of it here, and I think a lot of countries do. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, racism is always going to be around because people talk about it too much. Like we're doing right now. Yeah, and I think no one sees... I always say it like this. To, I think racism being racism has become... Is, and people are numb to that word. You can say something with racial connotations to it and make it sound like you're being racist. So here's an example. If I said, that fat cunt over there, Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about all fat people, just that one because he is fat. So that, but if I said that, if I if I replace the word fat with black, all of a yeah. sudden that could be sounded as racist, but it's not. I'm talking about that one, and he is. Yeah, that's not. But it's not talking about the race. It's just it's more descriptive. Yeah, and I it's, and I get that. It's not racist. I don't, it's not racist. A lot of the time it's descriptive, and that can be, and that can be misconstrued so much. And everyone is so politically correct these days. And you we know, are, if- we're treading on fucking water, like. A thin ice here trying to be political. Yeah. Still my you know what I find funny is when you're trying to describe like a friend to another friend. Yeah. You're like, uh, you know, my buddy like Rob. You're like, oh, what, I've never seen like, a guy, Rob. You know, he's like 6'3", like, you know, he's like kind of built. But as soon as you say, you know, Rob, the black guy, it's like a, it's like you said something wrong. I don't, I don't say that. See, I, I do. I, I, I say that. that. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Like. Yeah. Why? I, I'm not sorry. If, if, my, if I'm trying to say, um, Alex at the gym's black. If I was yeah. saying Alex, and then he's Alex, and the black guy. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. No, there is not anything wrong with that. No, that's just his culture. People, yeah, and it's not his culture. Or his race, sorry, his race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but that's, um, it's descriptive. If somebody said the white, yeah. so if I was in the middle of fucking Bali, and was always like the white guy, <laughs> I'm the only one there, that's fine <laughs> to say that. But I feel like that's what people get offended by. Like if you say I like. I don't know if people genuinely get offended by that. Or whether everyone likes to think that everyone gets offended by it. Like whether the media have made us all believe that everyone's offended by shit like that. I know that people get weird when I say it. Say what? If I say like, like I have a friend, Terry. 
Terry's black. Yeah. If I say, you know, Terry, they're like, Terry, you know, like, you know, Terry, my fucking black buddy, Terry, or, you know, my black friend, Terry, to be like, say that like that. I'm like, yeah, what did I say wrong? I don't know what part of that sentence was wrong. Can you explain to me what was wrong? And it, it weirds people out that you're using. You know, the na- you know what the thing is? It's like when people, people can, they talk about Dennis Wolf and how white he is. Yeah. Nobody you know, cares. Like, I hear, but when they talk about black, they say, fuck me, he is so black. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> no one says that, do they? But when they talk about really pale people, they just go on about like he's so white. He's so. White. They do with black people too, though. In, bo- in bodybuilding, they do. Because I remember when or remember Orville Burke. Yeah. You remember that bodybuilder? Yeah, he was like he's got really black skin. You can't see his detail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say it, but it's not. No, but I mean, I mean, just. I mean, just. I just mean in in. Just in general. general. Yeah. Like when people talk about gingers, like oh, they're so fucking pale. Ugh. I mean, no one ever says like. That guy is jet black. <laughs> like, it maybe, doesn't maybe, but maybe it's just the sensitivity because of slavery, right? Yeah, maybe. maybe I, again, maybe because white people were never slaves, so it's like not really. I think they fucking were, mate. Go back to the Viking ages. Go back to pretty much every age. I'm pretty sure a lot of Jewish people are white. Um, there's been a lot of white slavery throughout history. I think it'd be fine. Where? Because, uh, Europe, where most people have been white. I think before. Arab. I think Arabs had white slaves. There you go. I think I think but I think slavery is a lot of the time. It just depends on like Russians and Mongolians. Maybe because it's, it's more, maybe be because it's more modern though. Like when you talk about black slavery, you're talking like 50 no, years I know, ago. I know, I know. You know, like literally, I, I, literally, like a hundred years ago, there was black slaves. I, I know. And one thing that does frustrate me a little bit is black people seem to be absolutely fine to to make a lot of jokes in comedy shows about white people and I'm angry. I noticed that too. I don't and I don't I, I don't I take any offense to it at all. It's really funny, but I don't understand I don't really understand why the shoe why it can't be in reverse if it's if it's in if it's in fun. I actually agree with you there. 100%. Because they always go oh, slavery. It's like, no, I understand that. You unfortunately were not involved in that and it was I. So that would be <laughs> Well, I don't think they have to be involved, but so I'll say from both sides of the coin. It's just like when Americans say, "Yeah, we won World War II, bro." <laughs> you didn't, yeah. and I wasn't there either. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is what this is what I think you're 100. I watch, so I watch a show, and for those of you who watch, they don't know. I lean a little left in my political my political views. I watch a show called The Daily Show. Okay, I don't know if you guys have The Daily Show there. It's on Comedy Central. And it used to be a white guy that did it. Now it's a black guy. And there's a lot of black humor against white people. And I kind of, it's a little bit cringy. I'm like, I don't think they could do that the other way around. They can't. can't. And I think it's it's more the principle and the double standards involved. But on the flip side of it, that I think it's residual effect from slavery, slavery, which is not not so long ago. I do do understand it, but it's still the same. No, no, I, I yeah, I agree. I don't get F at all offended. Yeah, but I, I do agree with you. If you're not going to be able to say it the other way, then you shouldn't yeah. be able to make the white jokes either then. I think everybody should just be able to make both jokes. Yeah, exactly. And I think people, I think, I think and, you should be able to say what the fuck you want because you're there to make people... Not even, just, not even, just, in com- not even just in comedy, though. But not even just in comedy. Just like saying, like, my buddy Terry, you know, the black guy. Like, it's like old people when they, accident, when they say, like, oh, yeah, she's colored. Yeah, I just feel like um, I feel like it's all context. It's all where 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 is the person's heart? Where what does he actually think? If they're a fucking hateful person, then they're a cunt. Yeah. Okay. Here's an example. My very old great grandmother. She's dead. 
she wants her the dinner at the dinner table said the word wog to describe what's, a black person once. What's a, a wog? wog. It was a wog, which is extremely racist. Okay. But to her, like a gollywog. Yeah. I don't but know what her, that is, but okay. You know the like the black stuffed dolls, the like little teddy bears with them black. Oh, okay. So they're, they're not they're not actually really it's in her day it was just normal. And she didn't mean anything negative at all by it. The fact that I just said it is probably horrendous. I'm going to get a shot on for that. Oh, for sure. I'm telling you in the context of the story. Yeah. It's extremely offensive and it is derogatory, but not to her because in her era, that was just kind of like normal. It wasn't... Just a normal speech, yeah. It wasn't... She meant nothing by it because she was actually talking about one of her elderly friends or something like that. Yeah, but do you understand how fucked up that is, though, that it's normal? What? Well, just like... What I mean is it's like it wasn't normal. I think she was... Well, I got, she's she was so old. I think you mean you mean I know what you're saying. She's yeah, not a. It wasn't considered. It wasn't considered offensive back then. It's like become more and more offensive over time, and it is offensive. But she didn't. It didn't come from an offensive place. She didn't say it negatively. She just didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. She, and it's like it's it's just weird how like again when you go back to racism or anything that can be massively contextual. Yeah. Like, but it's, this is the thing. I'm I'm not racist, so I, I don't give a fuck. The problem is, it, the problem is, it's hard to know somebody's true beliefs. Yeah. Like, if you make a joke about Arabs, or I make a joke about white people, people have been listening to the show for like, you know, for however long now, six months. They know we're just idiots. And we're having fun. And we're not hateful people. But when you see somebody on the street out of the blue do it, yeah, you don't know if that person's a cocksucker or if he's just but, yeah but, but the thing is real racism like that that it, to me the racism is essentially the problem is it's just you're using rest you're using racism as a vessel to show everyone how much of a cunt you are the people just, doing it yeah yeah, yes, yeah. That's right. yeah. So if you are a racist person yeah. you're just a prick yeah regardless of any racism actually involved just to be racist you are not a good person in my opinion I think the biggest problem with the uh, extreme political correctness is it makes the term racism seem empty. Yes, exactly. That's what I was saying about earlier about the difference between yeah. racial, using racial things as in words and choices of word, yeah. and being actually racist is different. Like, being racist is, is being prejudiced and derogatory about an entire race based on their color, not saying, uh, uh, not saying a, a, a funny word by a 96 year old woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. very outdated word. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to, this is the very last question and I think it's fitting. Okay. Uh, best gear choices for bulking up and cutting down. Yeah. We'll, we'll finish it with a gear question. Yeah. Test and Primo on both accounts. Come on. That's what I like. Oh, that's your choice. Yeah. Okay. That's what I like. I'm going to say test EQ and master. You can take, you can take, you can, take, you, can uh, you can swap Primo for EQ. I say test EQ, test EQ and Masteron. Okay. Uh, together in the off season. Yeah, I think, if, I think you'd, I'd add Masteron into the, the pre contest. I think if you're going to, Anavar. Masteron and, Masteron and Anthate in the off season. Anavar is great. I need to get some of your Anavar because I, I don't I, know I, what I, like, that. I just, I don't feel anything. I just get stronger and look harder. That means you feel something. No, but I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, but it's like, it's like you only use Winstrow and like you don't, you don't feel it, but your pictures all of a sudden look a bit, look a bit better. Oh, I look better. Well, I think we need to define what the term feel means. What do you mean when you mean feel it? Well, a lot of people say, they say, oh, it's kicked in. I just could just feel it. Their attitude changes. They become a bit more cocky, a bit more confident. They get stronger in the gym. They get yeah. to fill out. They you don't get any of that from anything. No, no, not at all. You don't. 
I think you're lying. Honestly, I really don't. I'm amazed. I get some of the negative, like the anxiety and things like that, and um, a little bit kind of irritable, but I don't get any of that. Yeah, I'm fucking on. Never don't get it. No matter. Well, I think you're exaggerating. I don't sit there and go, yeah, I'm fucking on. (laughs) Yeah, but you do that. Yes, you do. You fucking need to do that. I don't. No, I don't, man. It's more I like I'll just look at my pictures one day and be like, oh, I actually look pretty good here. You know what? I get the fe- that feeling you said of, yeah, I'm fucking on. I get that when I'm training. I don't. So that's what I mean. I don't notice anything like that. Like when I'm, when I'm training, I feel different in the gym. I feel, I feel a bit more solid. I did a bit more. Maybe I feel a bit more like I, these weights won't hurt me. I'm like, I'm not fragile. Nothing can break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's in it, but not in, a, in more like I'm wearing a kind of a suit of armor. Or, or, or how pretty picture like this. I wear wrist wraps, even though I don't need them for anything. I wear them because mentally they make me feel like I'm more protected. <laughs> so when I'm, on, when I'm on, I feel mentally yeah. just more protected, I guess. Yeah, that's really... But, but, but that's... That's really know. downplaying the way I feel about it. It's like, it's, I'm so different than that. I'm not... I think mo- I think majority of people feel like I do. That's why it's so addictive to people. Yeah, yeah. but I, again, but anything I do feel like anything that makes me feel like that, I don't like it. Why? Because you have anger issues? No, no. I just it makes me more anxious because I become more aware of how irritable I am. Yeah, that I but do I feel too. I do think the irritability isn't the drugs; it's more than just being hungry all the time. But you're talking dieting. I'm talking off season. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Test the primo. Don't, they don't make me feel shit. That's what I don't use. We talk but even if you, right? let's say when you start, let's say you're off, right? Let's say you're off and then you start doing like a thousand milligrams of test or 750 milligrams of test. Right, right, right. You don't feel a difference. Uh, maybe in terms of sex drive a little bit. Like I, I, I feel at, more. At the beginning, but it wears off pretty quick. I kind of like get used to it quite quick. That's true. I'll give you that with a sex um, drive. Yeah. I, I just, I just feel overall better i feel more like do you, I don't know how to... do you have a spring in your step yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i just i just started like a half right i kind of i kind of gave a little boost yeah i immediately feel better in the gym I, you know everything went up all my strength went up oh, a little bit placebo, though. come on no i just i just a bit i'm doing i'm doing this for 20 years not 20 days you think i can't like, I think, oh i feel great the steroids are in me no, I can fucking feel yeah, the I, difference. I do think that's exactly what you're like. In my head, that's exactly what you're like. I think I notice something visual in my pictures and I feel a bit more comfortable under the weights and that's about it. I feel like the, all the weights feel lighter. That's a good Every, ev- Everything is just functioning better. Like three plates, I mean, three plates not heavy for you, but three plates feels easier feel solid yeah i mean maybe we're just describing it differently but but... i think it's because loads of like guys like i've got clients who'll be on it on and they'll be like four weeks of that it's fucking kicked in i feel amazing I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like but they can feel it why are you why are you disputing that no i'm not i'm not i'm like i don't, I don't ever get that yeah maybe it's because yeah. i'm just quite I, I i you know what i don't think i'm a very i i don't really pay much attention to bodybuilding really like really just well, you've mentioned a load of videos today, and I haven't watched or heard of any of them. Well, I'll be honest with you. Now that I'm I'm doing more stuff on YouTube, I watch more YouTube. So I, I that's do. probably why I'm. I, I mean, obviously, being a bodybuilder as it is in the position we're in, the anxiety is crazy anyway. Yeah. I don't want to see what everyone else is doing because it just I, 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 it becomes overwhelming. 
I don't want to yeah. see my name mentioned anywhere. I don't like it. I'm yeah. Quite, quite private. So I don't, I like, I, I have my, I do my bodybuilding stuff and then I retract into my own world and I just, where I feel. Yeah. I was like that before too, but I feel like now because I'm, I'm, I feel like I have to be more involved now with the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I have to know all the players, especially with the podcast too, right? Because I'm doing the other podcast. So I have to get on new guests all the time, and I'm putting it's, this. It's a fucking phenomenal podcast, mate. Well done. Thanks, man. I had uh, I had Chris on last week. It was pretty good. I haven't listened to that yet. Was it good? It wasn't. I don't know. It depends because I think when people feel like you're gonna have Chris Aceto on, you're gonna talk about a lot about like what carbs do and what fucking drugs yeah. to take and what how to peak for a show and. We didn't talk about any X's and O's shit. I don't like to do oh, that. Okay, wait, wait, stop. What the fuck does X's and O's mean, mate? Because I hear you say this all the time, and this is not <laughs> what I have in my vocabulary. X's and O's is from football. When you, when you talk about, when you draw a football uh, plays out, you draw them in X's and O's. Okay, see that, you know, so whenever you say X's and O's in the podcast, I'm like, no, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so the X's and O's is like the nuts and bolts. Okay. okay so like okay. the nut, the nuts and bolts of bodybuilding are like your diet, your training, what you okay. eat. What, like what just that. I talk. I want to know where he came from. That's what I do with that podcast. It's yeah, more right. like, it's more like about the person, like what they came from, how they become a coach. Like, I wanted to know all the backstory. Yeah, the only podcast I've ever heard Chris talk about prepping people on, he did one with Shelby Starnes about five or six years ago. Yeah, on, on Irish Muscle, I think they had a streamer podcast at the time, and Shelby had Chris Cito on, and they discussed a lot of bodybuilding stuff, and that was really good. I feel like it's boring. But he is, he doesn't give a shit about protein and carbs and fats. He doesn't, none of that. He doesn't register anything in his head. He just registered, like, he, you could be in fucking PVA glue every day. And they'd be like, mm, pictures tomorrow, you look better, denser, harder. <laughs> the next day, they're like, no, oh, leave the glue in. And he just, he doesn't think about it. He just thinks, like, this is what you're doing. This is what you look like. That They're the only two things that matter in his head. Yeah. Yeah. If he doesn't like what he's seeing, he changes what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That, and he does, and he, and he does, I, okay, I used this um, analogy earlier with my friend. He's like, he's like a chef, that do, he's like a chef that's phenomenal at making all these dishes, but he doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't know, well, he doesn't know what the recipe is, he couldn't write it down. But yeah. he can go up to the bowl, take a taste, and know exactly what you need to do to make it better. Yeah, that's what, actually what he said. He's like, I don't do science. He's like, I have experience. Yeah, he has experience. So, like, yeah. like you know, like these bit racist, all these Italian mums who are like phenomenal at cooking. Yeah, but they probably, but they probably don't have recipes. And did you like, say? I, did you say? I think this is racist. Before yeah, you said that's that. an Italian mum. <laughs> just assuming they can make a good bolognese. Um, but it's, it's generally true. Like, so, so you get all these. So they're phenomenal at cooking, but a lot of it is like they're not a, a trained chef. They're not, no, they don't know the heat. They don't know any of that stuff. They just yeah. know. This makes it taste like this, this amount, of it. and they keep yeah. tasting it as they go. So, yeah. a good chef constantly tastes their food as they're going. It's a good analogy. Yeah, that's why Chris constantly wants pictures because yeah. he's tasting as he goes. Yeah. Whereas, coaches, you want pictures once a week. That's like following a recipe. You'll follow the recipe to the end, and you'll taste it at the end. Yeah. Well, that's not. Be careful, because I get like when I coach, I do once a week. Yeah, it's not. But uh, but but as, but as the rest- show but yeah. as the show gets closer. Yeah. I'll get more pictures. So, so it works the same with, with cooking. Sometimes you'll follow yeah. a recipe and it'll take three at the end, but other times as you get closer to the finished product, you need to start tasting. You keep tasting more, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same kind of thing. And it's, um, um, but Chris likes to taste from day one. I've yeah. sent him about 50 sets of pictures. I sent him three sets of pictures today. You know, I also think he does I think he does that. I think it keeps the athlete on track because you know you got to send 
your photos. So if you look like a bag of shit, you know what I mean? Like it keeps you from cheating too much because you're like, I got to send photos tomorrow. I'm cheating I too much. I don't, yeah, I, am. I, don't, I don't cheat my diet. So. You just said you ate hot dogs. <laughs> it's your yeah, chicken no, and no, rice. No, no, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, listen, in the off season, I get fat as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, but I don't work with Chris in the off season. He'll he we we keep in contact. Like I will say, he'll say, "How fat are you?" And I'll be like, "Nah, I'm not that fat." I go, "Cool." He said, "What are you doing?" And I'll tell him what I'm eating. I'll say, "I'm eating hot dogs." He's like, "Nah, cool." And he just and I'll send him a random set of pictures I'm like, "Chris, am I too fat?" And he'll be like, "No, you're fine." That's okay. it. It's that okay. simple because I know how to grow. And it's, yeah. and then when 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 the diet when I give him the diet, I'll tell him everything I've been doing, and he'll just make the adjustments from that what he sees. Yeah, I didn't mean cheating during the diet. Nobody. Yeah, nobody oh, no, does I don't. That. Know, I don't yeah. So whatever he says goes, and I hate that. Anyway, so we we did the podcast, but I have a question. Do you think people want to hear the nuts and bolts? I think it's from people like Chris, yeah, because no one has a clue what Chris does, and I don't either. People are like, I've heard Chris does this. Because you told me Chris is a really low-fat guy. I was like, well, my fats are pretty high, so I don't think he is. I think um, I've always thought, like, the reason I started that podcast is so people get to know the people out there. Yeah, that's important too. That's so that's why, that's why we didn't cover all that shit, because I it's wanted... Good to, it's good to know a bit both. Why don't you put some... Why don't you put some things out there? Because I think with Chris, it's like, maybe do another interview with him that's a bit more specific. Yeah. Why don't you do a, a, a different podcast that's educational? Well, I do sometimes. I'll have guys on. Like, I had Chris Tuttle on. When I had Chris Tuttle on, because yeah. he's a registered dietitian, it was yeah, nuts and bolts. We're like, what do you do for this? What do you do for that? Blah, blah, blah. That's all we talked about. But when I have someone like Chris on, I'm like, this guy's been around forever. Everybody knows who he is, but I don't think anybody knows actually who he is. Yeah. The feedback was really good on anyway. It's like 20,000 views already. So you get all your feedbacks brilliant because every, every, like, I yeah. think one of the things I get so many people talking about our podcast. Yeah. I, I think people, ours is a little different. We, I think people like it because they feel like they're in on a conversation with two pros. I, I think a lot of people listen to us who, who don't even do bodybuilding. Some people, I get those messages sometimes yeah, too. I think, yeah, but I think not, what, I think what people really like about it is it's the, the, the format is like, just two people sitting around talking. Then there's like Joe Rogan. He has no idea what he's doing, and his podcast is based all around all around fighting. And ours yeah, is like same thing, and based around bodybuilding instead. Yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah. Sorry, my dog is really annoying me. He keeps it's okay, man. Let's um. He's jumping on my head. He's back up, dude. <laughs> he's just like he's just like look at my new t-shirt, mate. He's like love me, love me. All right, last question before I go because we've been on. I think we've this is our our longest like a PR. Jesus. Um, well, this is like two weeks in a row because I was doing last week. I had AIDS. So it's like a three. <laughs> had AIDS. <laughs> AIDS if I get a dog, my wife wants to get like another fucking lab. And I'm like, no, I want to get. Look at the way this dog is looking at me right now. I know he's in love with you. He is. He is obsessed. It's this really is, weird. This is, this is the, it's the best. I, I can't. Okay. Can it. I finish my question? No. Let's talk so, about the dog. We are talking about a dog. Let me finish the question. So I kind of want to get a protective dog, like either like a pit or a German shepherd or like a, like a rot, like a Roddy or something like that. You don't think so? You think I should get a little dog or a black? I think you should get get whatever you want. I I think I always want a guard dog. So I'm like, but the thing is about guard dogs, do you want it to like, do you want it to warn you somebody's at the house? Yeah. Break in at night, or do you yeah. want them to go and attack them? Both. Because if, <laughs> if literally somebody touched my front door, Wicked would go berserk. So yeah, I know yeah. something's there. No one can burgle this house on him here because he will go, he will kick off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's good I, too. That's um, good too. 
he's I think small it depends on your schedule I think the bigger the dog the bigger the responsibility because they need a lot more exercise whether him he, I can take him out for like two 20 minute walks a day he's knackered yeah if I had like an Alsatian yeah 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 or like like a, something like, like John had like with his mountain dogs a huge I yeah. exercise that fucker needs yeah that's true that's true Whereas, I always like, I always like the German Shepherd because German Shepherds are like friendly yeah, but but they're still very like like guard, guard dog. I like golden retrievers. See, that's what Summer wants because we have a, we have a chocolate lab now. Golden retrievers kind of the same family. Well, uh, so Aaron Singerman, he was talking to me about the, the dog that he's getting for his family. Why did okay. my lights just go up? That's fucking weird. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah, so Aaron Singerman, he's having he um he's getting a new dog for his family. Yeah. it's like insanely expensive. They train him for like eighteen months, so it's like a robot. Yeah. His car, his his German Shepherd. His dog, yeah. I don't. Know, it must cost a fortune. But he's that's what I want. See, one of those dogs where you just like snap and it like yeah. fucking goes wherever you want to go, kind yeah. of shit. I think the fun of having a dog is bonding with them and teaching them all that shit. So look at Ben with his dog. He trains it every day. Like Wicket is incredibly well trained. Yeah. Like he's good as gold. I think a lot of the part of the fun of having a dog is having that. But can he take down an intruder if he comes in the house? No, but you can tell me an intruder's there and I can put a fucking bottle for his eye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so he can warn me that somebody's in the house. Because yeah, I, I, yeah. I also have a burger alarm, which I can't put on because he'll set it off. Yeah. But um, he, I, you know, I wouldn't... I know, I don't, I don't, you'd have to have a really big, vicious dog to scare a burger, I think. I don't think so. I think if you have a, I think if you have a German Shepherd, no one's coming in your house. That's true, that's true. But that's but no one's going to be when you're not there. But if you're there, I think any dog is going to bark. And I always find the, the smaller dogs. Sure. He, he's like he's not a yappy dog. To be to be, if you want the honest to God truth, this is the truth. Summer is doesn't like being in the house by herself. It's a big house. It's like yeah. kind of older, so it creaks and shit at night. Yeah. And um, I was traveling a lot of the time for SciTech, and I'm not anymore. But with the when the company launches. I imagine I'll have to start traveling different demos and different distributor stuff and expos and whatever. I don't want her to be in the house by herself. And I feel like if I have a guard dog here, I'll feel comfortable fucking why, off. Why don't, why don't you get a couple of dogs? Get just a, like a bigger dog and a small dog. So you have them both and get them the puppies and they become brothers friends. Cause I have a fucking cat and I don't want to have three animals in my house. <laughs> why? A little dog. A little, a little, animals are, animals are a lot of work, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, one one animal is good enough because the, the cat takes care of itself. You know, I have to clean the litter box every once in a while. It's enough. Yeah. The dog, well, well, our cat, she just deals with that now. What? What? Wait, well, I told you I have a cat. Yeah, I know. They take, I think they take more work than a dog. Why? You just clean the litter box. Exactly. I don't, he doesn't have a litter box. He just goes out in the garden under the same bush every yeah, day. Yeah, but you got to go out there and clean it. Oh, I don't because he goes in the, he goes under the, like. We've got like a big row of hedges at the back. He will go under the same. Well, plus he's a little dog. He probably shits a, pe- a pellet. My dog, my dog, when he shits, it's like the size of this fucking microphone. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta go eat, man. I'm fucking starving. Same, same, same. We've been on this thing for a long time. It's okay. We made up for for a missing week. I hope so. Um. All right. Have a good week. Don't yeah, fucking so don't hurt I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying not. I'm going to probably answer some of these questions. I say probably. I am going to answer some of these Q&A questions on my YouTube. You can't use my channel for your YouTube. There's about 20 questions that are aimed at me by name. So, yeah, I can. 
But I feel like it just takes the best the amount of people that take the time to ask a question. We don't even answer them. Or I'll just or actually what I might do is I'll make a thread asking for Q and A on, on your one. I'll go through and I will type the answers. Oh, whatever you want, man. I don't care. I'm just looking around. All right, we'll talk next week. Cool. See you later, man. See you later, brother.